Welcome back, friends. Thank you for joining us. Hope you're doing well. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are. If you're joining us live, that is, of course. Otherwise, shout out and uh, thanks to everyone who's joining us on uh, Odyssey, BitChute, RedEyes.tv, RedEyesMembers.com. Special shout out to our members, as always, for uh, allowing us to uh, continue doing this. Very important work, if you ask me. we got a very important show for you guys today as well. A lot of topics. Um, actually, uh, I did finish a video yesterday on the uh, situation in South Africa, so there will be less coverage of that uh, today for that reason. It took me uh, like all all day to do it. Hope, hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope, hope it was worth it. I was like starting collecting videos around, I don't know, like 10 or 10 a.m. or something like that, and finally uploading it at 3 a.m. or something like that. I think it's if I had more time, as I say, I would have made it shorter. Right? That's what that's that's what the uh, the, the difficult is sometimes condensing it, editing down, and stuff like that. So we just kind of watched a bunch of videos and we did a preface at the beginning, setting the backdrop of why these kinds of things are happening in South Africa. But anyway, hope you hope you enjoyed it uh, and it was worth the time because if not, we'll uh, we'll just focus on doing shorter videos as opposed to doing stuff like that on the fly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's it. So if you haven't seen that, check that out. South Africa face looting, murders, and chaos. Of course, this doesn't come, you know, out of the blue. <laughs> We've talked about this many times over the years. I I'm, I'm think I think most of you who are tuning in are aware of the situation. But if you're not, head on over to Red Eyes TV and search for South Africa. Or better yet, if you're a member, uh, type in South Africa there and check out the shows that we've done on that because we've covered quite a bit of that. Uh, over the years as well, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so so we'll leave it at that. I might, if there's something, and if we have time, I might return to it kind of at the end of the show. Uh, but uh, yeah. Anyway, there you go. Uh, if you do want to join in today, stream dot live forward slash Red Ice TV. What happened with that? Did that go away now? I guess I can go back here. Then. There we go. Uh, stream dot live slash Red Ice TV. Thank you to everyone joining us over there, uh, and we do have. By the way, we did uh, complete the fundraiser, so thank you so much, everybody, for helping out with that. We really appreciate it. It's going to make the production much smoother and, of course, uh, functioning uh, regards to the cameras as well because they're all wigging out after uh, after a few years of usage. Um, HDMI output, I guess, just burns out in some of those uh, kind of... I mean, it's not it's not just kind of consumer. It's like something somewhere between prosumer and consumer, I would say. But things just wear out after a while. Uh, so that's uh, very cool. Two new cameras. Looking forward to that. We're going to order them here shortly. And uh, we'll show you guys those when they arrive. So thank you so much again. Um, and let me see here. What else? Uh, well, we're on Super Chats. Let me plug Trovo as well. Uh, actually, Odyssey. Sorry. Let's do Odyssey first. Odyssey.com slash Red Ice TV. You'll see the live stream right in the front page there. But if you add slash live, we always live stream to that URL. Um, so you can catch it there, and that's a good option. I encourage people who are still watching on DLive to get off of there and start watching us on uh, Odyssey or VK or uh, Trovo even. And anything is better than uh, than DLive, so get off of there because uh, they're just... Uh, they are what they are. Anyway, uh, Trovo.live slash TV, and I see a bunch of people over there. Buckshot, Ken Wickerman, thank you, uh, guys. Appreciate it. Jimmy Fallis. William Shear, uh, who else do we have over there? Uh, da, 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 da. Many people joining us over there, but there's some of you sending some uh, some uh, spells over there. Uh, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Very kind of you all. Brad C.S. over there, too. Okay. Uh, what else? What should we uh, clear off? Any housekeeping here before we get going? As I said, a lot of important topics here today. And I think we're, I think we're lined up just to, uh, to dive in, basically. 
so why don't we do that? I'm not sure what I'm. Uh, what I'm. It feels like I'm forgetting something, but uh, oh well. It'll <laughs> probably it'll probably come back to me. Okay. So, let's do actually not that one. I was gonna actually I was gonna check in on his Twitter later to see if there's something update on the South African situation, but. Uh, Tour says no. That's right. Ohio mural of uh, George Floyd was uh, remarkably struck by lightning here. <laughs> was it yesterday? Was it yesterday? July 13th. Uh, I think I've never seen, and I mean, I could be wrong, right? Maybe it was just kind of generally the building, but it looks like, judging from the pictures, that the roof line is fairly unscathed. It's literally just like it, it just it struck the side of the wall and just and took out this this George St. George Floyd, excuse me, uh, mural uh, in Ohio, which is which is just uh, remarkable. Um, the George Floyd mural on the side of this building in Toledo, Ohio, collapsed today. Witness told authorities that the mural was struck by lightning before it collapsed. Uh, so if there if you didn't have if you had any doubts regarding the existence of Tour or Zeus or God, whatever, whatever rocks your boat, uh, I'd say I'd say this is definitive proof right here. And uh, and of course, uh, uh, God is, the, the, the gods are telling us, stop worshiping uh, this uh, this man. Uh, but that uh, that's uh, that's what has happened to our society. And, uh, and I think God is intervening, trying to step in some footage from here, too. I think there's much to it. They're trying to pick up the pieces again, I guess. Yeah, that's right, Roar Donner, right? That's the German for Tour or Thor, if you're uh, English speaking. Uh, <clears throat> true, this, true. Uh, what a shame. Uh, truly a, a big, a big shame. Uh, what can you say? Uh, let's see if there's any. This is, I think, this is from from way back when they built it, I think, or, or made it. Tudor is asking you to let go. God is asking you to let go. It's uh, it's uh, it's definitely a, definitely a very remarkable moment. I've seen shots or shots, lightning strikes, I should say, uh, of uh, you know, like the Washington Monument or Statue of Liberty or you know the Eiffel Tower or something being struck. But I've never seen <laughs> I've never seen it like this. Uh, but oh well, oh oh, oh well. Uh, big, uh, big sad, big sad. Uh, oh, that's just some more f- uh, footage of that. We don't have to see that. Now, let me, let me, uh, let me approach this topic here. It, so, England lost against Italy in the uh, Euro Cup uh, football, Euro twenty twenty, played in twenty twenty one because of the COVID stuff. And in England, they turned this entire thing into a. Uh, a, a propaganda scheme, right? Uh, here's uh, talk sport, right? Regarding the th- the three lions, as they were sold, the the three players that uh, were so heavily invested, that was going to prove that immigration and multiculturalism is the best thing that's ever happened to England. They're going to win the cup now, and without these guys, England would never win, right? Keep your heads up, lads. You're the future of England. Protect them. We will need them. True England fans won't abuse them. Three lions, right? Here's uh, Sadiq Khan even tweeting out here. Here in England, we don't just tolerate our diversity. We respect, embrace, and celebrate it. The England team would not exist without immigration, right? This was some of the uh, the gay ops we saw. And people were, people were tweeting about this. Uh, people were, uh, they claimed then the, the, the non-English people in England were uh, 
proud of the English team and they put on a jersey. And some people said I would never, I never believed that I would be here and put on the uh, <laughs> the colors of England or whatever this uh, the jersey of England. Uh, and even as you can see, let me remove the lower third there. Uh, the official England account liked that and, and, and all that kind of stuff, reposted it and all that stuff, right? Uh, and, of course, the the, the sad uh, then, if you uh, are a multiculturalist or, or whatever and, and, and think that it, <laughs> diversity makes us better or stronger or something like that, um, it, it turned out in a – now, we don't know this for sure, but but it feels like it's part of it. There was, there's been so much propaganda behind this with the English team that it feels like they put these three – non-English guys on the shootouts at the end of the game, right? So it was, I forget what this, was it 0-0 zero, zero at, the, at, the, at the full time of the game or something? Uh, it, it, regardless, it was, it, was a, it was a draw. It, had, it was going to shootouts and they put three of, these, um, three of these guys on and they all three missed. And the two English players that did score were the native English. <laughs> so it, it didn't work. It didn't work. And so after this, there was a, you know, there was, it was, a, they claimed this, there was this just complete shit show of, of, of racist abuse because people didn't, you know, like that they failed and all that stuff. And, and, and it's, we'll, we'll take a look at some of it in a moment of what the possible source or origin might be, right? But again, just to underline this, that they, the giant murals showed up. And I guess we're in George Floyd territory here again, then of sorts, right? Uh, in support of of these three uh, black players, Marcus Rashford, uh, Marcus Rashford, Jaden Sancho, and Bukayo Saka, uh, in uh, Manchester, after England stars were targeted with racist abuse following Euro 2020 final defeat by Italy. So here's a, a picture of the mural here. The, the, the they are the kings, right? Not not the not the English players that scored. Fi- screw them. That's that's fine. Just. Let, let's let's make it as contrived and as uh, cringy as possible by just lifting out the non-English uh, players who played w- w- with uh, with England, right? Uh, but they claim here that there was all these all this racist abuse and all these people were being mean online and stuff like that. And, and, and hindsight, England have started spiraling, frankly, and, and we'll get to some of it in a moment. Just the, the like reformation of internet is now being uh, encouraged and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, absolutely crazy, right? Uh, even the was it the Economist? Let me see. I'm just kind of scrolling through some of the images here too that, that went along in the uh, in that article right there. The uh, the three lions, um, the Economist. Check this out. The most striking aspect of Italy's who England played against Italy's 26 man squad before he took the pitch was that alone among the main contenders. It did not include a single player considered as being of color. So this this is what they're going to do. This is th- their angle, and and it shows you that nothing is apolitical in the current year. Everything is political. Everything is a move. It doesn't. They're willing, and we we know this from the corporate world and the capitalist system that they're willing to lose. They're willing to sacrifice profit. You know, people are complaining on capitalism and stuff, but it's like it, it's that's over. It's not driven by the market. It's driven by rotted minds high up in the halls of the CEOs in the ivory towers of the rich and powerful and wealthy and the ruling class. They're telling us how we should live, who we should live with, and that we must love the servitude they're subjecting us to. Their brains have been rotted by this progressivism. 
this uh, globo homo, if you prefer, mentality, right? That That's what's dominating the minds of these big corporations and these capitalist pigs, right? Uh, and they're willing to lose. They're willing to sacrifice things on, on behalf of, of uh, enforcing a worldview and a political agenda, right? And, and same, I think, can be said here of football. And The Economist here, which is a Rothschild-owned publication out of the UK, says, a victory for the European idea, but also for the Italian right. <laughs> Italy's government basks in the glow of footballing success, right? Uh, that's how insane uh, these people are. That's how much they're over-analyzing things. I mean, in a way, they're, they're they're not wrong, frankly. I mean, you can you can, you know, was it was it last was it the World Cup where Germany won? Right, German Germany was like a, <laughs> the entire like German team. Right, last year was no no diversity in the team. Was it well, two years ago or something like that? Three years ago, right? And sure, why not use it then? Use it. See, better team players. I don't know. You know. Um. So this the, so this is what's happened here. In the wake of this because of the supposed racist abuse, right? Racist abuse by by mean people who are sitting behind anonymous accounts. Tech giants told to hand over details of football racists. Gareth Southgate says, abuse of England stars is unforgivable. Ministers will tell uh, technology giants to immediately hand over details of the racists who ab- <laughs> who abused England players so that the government can make examples of the perpetrators. What the fuck is, what the hell is going on here? It's like England is unraveling, completely unraveling. Let me refresh uh, entropy real quick. I thought I saw something as a notification. I just want to make sure. Yeah, they're, they're, okay, there's a couple there. Let me take those real quick. Sorry about that. They weren't coming up on my screen uh, for some reason. Um, Jimmy Fallis over on Entropy. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Good to see you, Henrik. Thank you, Jimmy. Good to see you as well. Lycan Warrior, Al Jazeera, and we, uh, we on TV complaining about English fans being violent and racist against black players on their soccer team. Uh, you probably sent that before I covered it. Good sync, man. Thank you, Lycan. Exactly. Um, many more complaining on it, too. Na- uh, Nathaniel Westerman. Uh, in the grocery store today, a young man told me quite boastfully about how, uh, how he'd pushed an elderly white woman into the street for saying something racist. He sounded so proud of himself. Disgusting. Uh, just take a photo of him. Um, snitch on him. Uh, give, hand over his details to the police. That's what I would have done. I would assume was a was a non was an, was it a non-white man then that pushed a, a white woman into the street? Maybe. Uh, that's crazy. But yeah, that's all it takes now. Uh, just a, an accusation or a perception. A ba- a, they gave me this look. And then, you know, anything goes. It's crazy. Jimmy Fallis, another fire spell. Another fire spell. Trovo, low, low, low. What happened there? A fire spell? I'm sorry, I didn't follow that. Sorry, Jimmy. I must have missed that. I'm going to keep an eye on Trovo. Did something happen? Uh, anyway, th- <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, I do see a couple over there, though. William Shear, thank you for the shiny unicorn over on Trovo. Appreciate that. Everyone else sending spells. Spoon Lord. Uh, yep, Jimmy Fallis is sending one I see. Thank you, sir. Uh, on fire spells, as they're called. I uh, do appreciate that. Let me check uh, what else here. Kav Kaki sends a, a Bravo and a Leon Lime. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Uh, Diesel Girl with an on fire spell. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Uh, okay. Back to a point here. Actually, one more from Jimmy here. 
Uh, no, I just get a kick out of the whole spell concept of Trovo. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's kind of, well, you know, they all have their their, their various things, like uh, DLive had, had their ninja stuff, uh, which is, I don't know, I guess kind of cringy in a way, right? Um, let me check. I do see one on Odyssey as well. There we go. Let me scroll down. Where are we? Uh, fella Whisperer in... Uh, I'm positive Vax that thing up got the fellas and their lovely lad ladies... Out of the crack, <laughs> out of the crack house to get the jab. Is that what you're saying? Uh, in order to have sex. That's right. Smash with, smash with if you want to smash with Scott, you know you gotta, you gotta get it on. You gotta, gotta wax that thing up. Uh, I have to, add, I have to add that to a, like an audio, uh, so I can do an audio drop on that. It's just, uh, it's, fan it's amazing. I've never seen anything smash like with, it. Smash with <laughs> It's just, if you want to smash with Scott, you're going to get, uh, does any of that, does it actually work? Uh, I'm not even sure. Here's uh, Piers Morgan. Remember he worked, was he, was it CNN he worked with for a while? And then he was outed, then it was, was a Good Morning Britain. Is he still on there? I'm, I'm not even sure he is. Um, he said, anyway, racist abuse targeted at England football stars exposes social media's biggest failing. It's time for tech firms to ban all anonymous accounts and insist on ID so we can see how brave these bigoted scumbags feel when they're made accountable. And you think and you think this is bad? Let, listen to this here. Here it's uh, what is it called? Talk uh, Talk England or Talk Sport or something like that. Uh, check out this clip here. This is just crazy. It's just talk radio, I guess. Mike Graham. Um, Mark College shared this. Check this out. And I've got a plan. The time has come to not only find these people, uh, not only to prosecute them for their lawless behavior, but also basically to excommunicate them from our society. So forget about locking them up, forget about throwing away the key, forget about banning them from football stadiums, right? I've got a better idea. Instead, let's make it impossible for them to actually have a life. No bank account, no ability to travel, no passport, no benefits, nothing. Forget kick it out, let's kick them out. We don't need them. Britain doesn't need them. Adios, amigos. And you don't like it because I've said that in Spanish. Hey, this, uh, <clears throat> this is Anglo Boomers, I guess 2021, Piers Morgan, Mike Graham. Uh, so basically, because, because someone, and even allegedly, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment, but because someone said mean things about this guy online and they don't like him, they don't uh, appreciate his performance at the Euro Cup 2020, right? Uh, and I think we're, if there's any accountability here, obviously it would lie with the managers, right? That they did they put someone in for a for a political multiculturalist immigrate pro immigration uh, reason, as opposed to who was best suited for the job. But that's the world we live in now. We we live in affirmative action times. Or someone said about the, uh, and I think it was even one of the clips in the South African. Um, video Affir affirmative shopping <laughs> actually and i have a thing on that i have i will end on that later on this actually kind of kind of funny affirmative shopping i, I just thought of it but uh, I, I just thought of that comment that was made but uh, okay back to the point someone said mean things online about this guy oive you know shut it all down basically end the internet as we know it for the english people and then also deep not only deplatformed them but as this guy proposed Force them out of You have to love the things that we never asked you about, but enforced upon you. Never voted. No, we, we weren't asked, right? 
we were never asked about this regarding opening our borders, uh, becoming multicultural societies and stuff like that. And, and so these were forced upon the English people. And then if you don't like it, you should be purged from our society. Like we can, we can deport you now. You, if you don't have the right opinions, if you don't have the right emotions in regard to certain sets of people, we can purge you from society. This is, this is insanity, right? Absolutely insanity. Thank you for the uh, shiny unicorn, Willie. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it has nothing to do uh, with uh, what's on screen. Uh, <laughs> what's on screen right now? Uh, anyway, that's how that's how crazy uh, these people are, are are getting. And then you want to know what makes matters even worse? Check out this too. Like, if, imagine the English society when this is the uh, when this is the case as well, or when this is the the, the reality. Uh, here's the tweet from the Essex Police. We're hiring. Essex, Pol Essex, Essex Police aims to be the first county-level police force in Britain composed of at least 50% black, Asian, and minority ethnic officers. If you're from the correct background, if you're from the if you are from the correct background, <laughs> you can submit a streamlined application without your CV at essex.police.uk slash fit the bill. So now they want over-representation of minorities in some counties of the police in the UK, which is just insane, right? I think some, there's something like, what, 20% or something, right, of, of ethnic background. Maybe it's more, but you take the whole country, you know, together, that, that's what it is, right? So they want more people that are non-white to be police. What kind of environment do you think that will create later on if someone someone who's native British, native English, voice opinions that that they don't they don't like, right? It's gonna be it's gonna be paradise for uh, for English people. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a cakewalk. It's gonna be super easy. It's gonna be no problem whatsoever, right? <clears throat> Crazy shit. Uh, imminent rain. Thank you, sir. Good to see you. Gonna watch later on Bitchute. Delivering food so hard, Promethean hails and Aryan Kung Fu salutations. There you go. That's right. Check out the show. I was reminded by Unit Rain. Uh, we met him actually a while, a while ago. A really cool guy. Uh, and he reminded us of the show that, uh, well, Lana did it on 314, uh, but about uh, the Buddha, right? Al Ali was the, the guest name. I forget his last name. Uh, last name. Uh, you know, or origins of Buddhism and Kung Fu and you know, many other things that actually some white people have been attracted to. Um, I think it was called something like the the blue-eyed and red-haired Buddha or something like that. There's like, I mean, um, Robert Sefford kind of does stuff on that all the time. But anyway, good to see you, Imminent Rain. Thank you for the support, man. Appreciate it. Jimmy Fallis, Smash with Scott never gets old. That might even be better than uh, Keith Olbermann. Smash with, smash with, smash I think I think you're right. I I, <laughs> I think it it encapsulates the entire. Uh, the entire situation that we've seen with the the amazing uh, propaganda behind the 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 pro mRNA, mRNA technology, the the magic, the magical juice, the magical technology that they're uh, you know <laughs> pushing on us, right? Um, and I have a clip on that later too, by the way. Speaking about being magic, right? Uh, Nathaniel Westman, do you have an opinion on Nick Fuentes? He seems to be doing some uh, pretty brave things uh, with his platform, even if he does uh, seem to have a bit of an ego problem. Um, 
Yeah, we've we've talked about Nick a few times. I, I think net positive. I think he does good work. Uh, not always my cup of tea, but that's totally fine. That's why we have different shows, different uh, people break up in different things. But uh, no, overall, I think he's uh, he's doing good work. Um, but uh, with this platform, you're talking about uh, the, the. No, I, I don't. I don't check in. I haven't had time to check in. Uh, we're so busy here. But you're talking about when you say the platform, you're talking about his where he does his live streams, or is there something else he's built? That I'm not following. Maybe there's some news development. I saw was it Michelle Malkin or something about tech uh, tech entrepreneur Nick Fuentes. Maybe he's done. Has he done something new? Is is that what's going on? Anyway, okay, I'll, I'll check into it later. But thank you, uh, Nathaniel. I appreciate that. But yeah, generally uh, good stuff. There's some. Uh, I'm not going to get into that fight, but I think uh, I've I've said this before. I think it's generally good and much better if people have faith and believe in something, then they not, right? But then I also recognize that it can be a very divisive issue among Europeans, I'm saying, among uh, white white people. Uh, but that's fine. That's, uh, that's some, some people's flavor and cup of tea, and that's that's totally fine, right? But I've talked about that before. I'm not saying Nick Fuentes does this all the time, and I don't frankly know because I don't follow everything he does. We talked about him being banned and targeted by the ADL, and it's obvious that they're targeting him because because they're afraid. He's over the, he's over the target, right? That's why the ADL put us on uh, one of their hit lists for uh, channels. They wanted to boot it off YouTube early on in the process, right? Uh, because we're over the target. We're talking about the things that matter. ADL is most likely the organization behind our deplatforming and unbanking, right? They've, they've targeted out financially. We can't have payment processors. We can't have any of these things. We're losing bank accounts. That's most likely the ADL. So we're, we're, we're on par there. We're different flavors, do things a bit differently. But we're all collectively over the target, otherwise they wouldn't be so afraid of us, right? So that's that's the t that's the big takeaway. We're all doing something good. If we're if they're afraid of us, we're doing something right. That's how I view it. So anyway, that's that's all I'm going to say about it. But there can be, I, I can get a little bit of that flavor from Torba. And Torba is fantastic. Gab has, has has turned into a very an amazing platform. I I do say I, it's growing on me all the time. Um, you get engagement there. There's a lot of people on there and all that stuff. So he should have a lot of credibility. But my only slight disagreement is. Uh, uh, they're they're not targeting people because they're Christians, right? That's, and I've talked about that before, and that's totally fine. You can take if you want to take that angle, that's totally fine. But if, if it was only about targeting Christians or, or, or that that's the, de the the denomination of why the ADL are attacking people, uh, it's just not true because otherwise they wouldn't put you know Norse symbols on their hate websites or hate symbol websites on the ADL, and they wouldn't uh, care about people like us. So it's not about that. It's about the fact that we're white, we're of European descent, uh, and we're fighting back. Right, we're saying no to the to the bullshit of the ruling class, and and that's the that's the common denominator, not the religious denomination. Some people are atheists, some people are uh, pagan, some people are old, you know, Norse also through. Some people are Christian, some people are Catholic, whatever. Um, it's not about faith, anyway. But I don't even know if Nick pushes that that much. Anyway, back to uh, back to the point here, uh, and the flow. We have more stuff to talk about. Check out this quick mention. Oh, wait, this, okay, that's right. This too, I forgot. Last thing on the English uh, uh, team here, year 2020. It looks like the country of origin on top of it, of these so-called racist messages, wasn't even from the UK itself. Now there's some investigation, which would, which would be very interesting. In other, words, in, in other words, it means even with the as 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 hard pressed as, as they are to find all these racists everywhere, when it comes down to it, it it isn't that many, right? 
now I don't know if it's true, but part of it me felt that is this a is this a a, a gay a gay op in order to reform or restructure internet usage in the UK? They decided to use this that they jumped in all of a sudden. Let's let's hurl, hurl racist abuse at these guys from some bot accounts over in India and uh, the Middle East and South a Asia. Right, this is critics have pointed out. Anecdotal evidence before the comments were deleted showing that the vast majority didn't come from England fans, but from people located in the Middle East and South Asia. So in other words, maybe they're hiring bot accounts to create a racist situation. I, I, I mean, it's dumb. And even if these were honest people, they're trying to pretend that they're not entitled to their opinion. Like, who, who cares, right? Who said mean things online? Well, block them then. That's what that's for block them and then you don't have to read their feeds or, the, or their posts anyway uh, and if it's a, a hate speech is a bullshit thing it doesn't exist right it, it does not exist uh, you, you can't you know incite violence okay got that that they, that's against the law but if you have an opinion that you don't like somebody like big big deal right but anyway so, so regardless they couldn't probably even find all these accounts that they wanted to so they had to fake it and create it and so now they can they can use the these accounts or the, the, this as a reasoning as to why we should, uh, you know, control the internet in the UK and stuff like that, right? We got to have IDs, no more anonymous. We know they're going in this direction all over the EU anyway. Uh, that's going to be changing here soon, probably. But this is what I'm saying is these are perfect opportunities for them to use this as an excuse, right? And to say, um, basically, uh, you know, let, let's do it now because we can't have more of this horrible, horrible, uh, you know, uh, these horrible... Uh, horrible opinions on the on the internet so here's someone who did it i guess methodology here uh let me click in here sometimes i hate you can't just click on the tweet in the article and get it up um many people are still somehow unable to grasp that racism also exists in non-white countries uh let's see the breakdown where the people who posted the racist comments after england game actually came from so here's i guess the breakdown it's a bit small here what, what does it say in the pie chart there was it better on the embedded one actually Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, others, I guess they were like the majority or something like the percentage of racial insults. I mean, even not, even that they're doing this is completely nonsensical and crazy, right? But anyway, um, God, I hate when it's so small like that. You can't even see it. Let me see if I can. Uh, can I just copy image address to that? Let me see. I'm going to zoom in on that real quick. Here we go. Here we go. Seven countries make up more than 50% of the online racial abuse. India. Is that number one or not? 19%? United Arab Emirates? God, the, the color charts are a bit, actually a bit hard here. Is that Egypt? The No. Egypt is 8%. Uh, anyway, you get the idea. I don't want to get down in the weeds on this, but you, you get the point that it's like even <laughs> even when they're trying to blame whites, there's like none, there's none of, of so-called racist to be found. So they have to create it. That's how, that's how, uh, that's how fake and gay it is, I guess. Um, okay, real quick here. FBI encourages Americans to snitch on their own family and friends. Learn how to spot suspicious behavior. Where have we seen this before? The FBI on Sunday encouraged Americans to snitch on their own family members and friends. Family members and peers are often best positioned to witness signs of mobilization to violence. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a, <laughs> yeah, there's so many people that have turned violent, right? It's basically, we, we know, this will be like red flag laws. 
basically, if you don't like if if you're a liberal and if you don't like a family member because a conservative uh, or you don't agree with them politically, report them to the FBI and they'll haul away your problem and put them in a jail cell for wrong think. Help prevent homegrown violent extremism. Visit this gay website. Learn how to spot suspicious behavior and report them to the FBI. Wasn't there a video involved uh, attached to this too? Oh, maybe it was just okay. Maybe it was just those images. I just thought it was a, a video with it. But anyway, um, not a big surprise, right? This is what they're have been talking about for some time. It, it kind of goes back to that. If you see something, say something. Um, after who who was that again? And I just and I just thought of something else. By the way, for for an upcoming segment that we have to put in. Let me just search for that real quick before I forget it. What was the, um, was it Madeleine Albright? Completely different thing. It was something clicked on a different topic we're going to talk about later. Um, yeah, there it is. Let me pull that up. Okay, we'll, we'll save that later. But uh, yeah, who was that? It was uh, the Department of Homeland Security. I forget who was in charge of that at that time. Do, do people remember? There was this creepy video they released too. If you see something, say something. It was this another another woman, like a gray-haired, short, gray-haired woman who were talking about that? Um, anyway, I'll, I'll see if I can find it later. But yeah, it goes back to those days, basically, like, you know, everyone's afraid of, you know, to, and so in the beginning, it was like, uh, uh, you know, M- Muslim terrorists, and everyone is afraid of them and stuff. And then we a little bit later, it switched to switch over to white people being the real uh, being the real issue, right? Um, two more over on entropy here. Uh, Black Philip. This is a very off-topic, Henrik, but the pricey Swedish brand of oat milk, Oatly, had been accused of fudging sales numbers. Looks like plant-based protein substitutions lose again the the eternal sweets. I remember when that was on the market, and uh, and I never liked it. Maybe it's better these days, but I don't know. It's, at least as Northern Europeans, we're the most uh, tolerant, uh, lactose tolerant, and... Uh, so it's not really an issue, uh, you know, for us, but it has been, um, I guess, as the countries being uh, uh, North Africanized and Middle Easternized, MENA-nized, whatever, uh, you, you got to have more alternatives for the uh, lactose intolerance of uh, Sub-Saharan Africans and Middle Easterners, possibly. I'm not sure. I never liked it, but I'm not surprised. I thought I saw something. Didn't they go, um, didn't Oatly, like, go public recently, too? And it was like some crazy off the charts, like market value on uh, for them or something like that. But yeah, it, it's this is it's part of that propaganda and that gay op of like billionaires investing just countless uh, of their billions into plant based uh, you know foods and protein. And of course, let's be honest, not only plant based but synthetic foods, right? And we've talked a lot about that. But that's like the new thing. That's why they're choking out farming. That's why they're choking out beef. That's why they're choking out milk production. That's why they're attacking infrastructure. And as I mentioned yesterday in the South Africa video that I did, right, pretty uh, pretty prominent piece towards the end of that, it almost seems like some of these so-called looters were intentionally going after critical infrastructure in South Africa, possibly as some kind of a test to see what happens, what will, how deep will the country be plunged into chaos if we knock out, I mean, they attacked water treatment facilities, uh, tire factories, uh, f- food have, of course, been stolen. And it's already an issue because of the lockdowns and stuff like that. So South Africa can be in a really bad position really quick, uh, which is just horrible. If this is if there's any kind of planning behind this, that's absolutely despicable, right? 
Uh, I mean, it is anyway, regardless, as I mentioned in the beginning of that video, uh, it's due to all the hatred that's been ramped up against the Boer, against the white uh, farmers specifically, right? Uh, thank you, Black Phil. Appreciate that. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to check into Oatly a little bit more in detail, but uh, I'm not surprised if they're fudging their numbers, of course. They got a, they got a high. It's like ending up in the New York uh, bestsellers list, right? What uh, uh, D'Angelo's uh, book, the the, uh, the white fragility author. What's her first name again? Anyway, D'Angelo. Her first, her, her second book, I forget it was a big, uh, Nice Racism or something, whatever it was called, ends up on the bestseller list of the New York Times. And they've sold like 3,500 copies or something. Um, Nathaniel Westman again. Please thank Lana for recommending Dandelion Tea as a cleansing beverage. Great stuff. I drink almost every day now. Yeah, it's fantastic. I do a little bit every day too. Very good. Definitely recommend it. I was thinking about, do you guys think this is a good idea? I think we might do it just for the Weekend Warriors show because a little bit, it's not off topic, but like a, um, maybe at the end of the segment too, like a, um, like an, imp an a short, like an improvement segment, like like have one tip or something each show at the end of the show, one thing you can do or you know implement in your diet or something that like for improvement and things like that. That could be kind of good, I think. And I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, there's so many good things we can recommend. Dandelion tea, just like f fresh lemon each day for the alkaline levels. Like there's so many good things you can you can we've like you know done over the or, or learned about over the years so we can you know share or something like that but anyway thank you uh, nathaniel jimmy fallis um pjw paul joseph watson hits the nail on the head india has been famously racist against blacks well it's true Gan gandhi had some interesting thoughts on blacks oh but no non-whites can't be racists face palm yeah that's right yeah i mean it's worse there and even in south africa now right you have uh muslims and indian that were quite open like uh in some of the clip uh, clips i played in the video again back to that uh, the blacks were trying to, uh, you know, and they did like burn a mosque or something like that too. I didn't even know it was, there were mosques in South Africa, but um, um, yeah, they're attacking like Indians and stuff like that. And then, uh, but they're, they're, you know, they're they're fighting back. They have no qualms about this. They're, all these different ethnic groups are like teaming up. It seems like against the uh, Black African population, uh, which is doing the majority of the looting. Let's be honest. I haven't seen a single non-African person in any of those videos I've I've looked at. Um, that have been doing any of the uh, any of the looting. Thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate that. Let me uh, take this one as well over on Odyssey. L L Rondur. Thank you, sir, for the library token. Uh, thank you for the in-depth video on the current situation in South Africa, plus the short historical context, the many anti-white narratives about apartheid, etc., and why South Africa should concern every Western uh, man. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Um, yeah, it's horrific how they've been lying about the country. Uh, and I do set some context in the beginning. Uh, uh, first, it was like uh, I thought it went a little too long, maybe. Uh, but I, you have to talk about some of that stuff because you have a large segment of the population in the West who's like, "Oh well, the uh, the white people in uh, South Africa they deserve this," which is absolute garbage, murderous propaganda, I incredibly wicked, right? Let's talk about Afghanistan. I called in one of the shows. I said, they will not leave. They will not leave. I still don't think they will leave. I could add a caveat to it, and this is a little bit of a tweak. They're, they're going to bring out, as the headline implies, Biden admin administration begin to evacuate thousands of Afghans and their family members who aided U.S. military, right? We've seen some footage coming out over the last week or so how the Taliban is basically just regaining 
all ground that they had from the start, right? They, they, US lost, they couldn't do it. Granted, yes, the point was to have a presence in the country all along and never to leave. That's why I still think they will not leave. They're going to pull out, they're going to see all these atrocities happen, and then they're going to go back in again. But there's going to be a tweak to that now, where they also are first going to use those who aided the U.S. military as the victims that U.S. has to come in and salvage and rescue. They'll be exported out of the country, and then the U.S. will go back in again and plant a permanent presence in the, in the country, right? But the, the, tra- the troops that the U.S. trained all the time and the money and the lives spent and the millions and millions of, of, of dollars being spent on training these people and the, re, the, the weaponry and stuff like that. They were like overrun on day one, basically. The U.S. educated Afghani mil, national military forces by Taliban forces, right? They were overrun by them and they got their everything taken from them. All their weapons and stuff. They're like, they're like going after... I think they're like going after gays and stuff like that. I, I'm I'm not sure if it's true. I just saw some footage in passing. Apparently, they're like reinstated. And again, keep in mind the Taliban under the Taliban, you had actually control of the poppy uh, production, right? The opium production. And when the U.S. came in, it was at, a, at an all-time high again, right? Which is you know, which which is we we know this now. We know the the the, the drug war and all the corruption and uh, all the money and all that stuff, right? This is this is the CIA. This is the deep state. This is what the U.S. State Department are involved in and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, the point though is, they'll bring them all out. They'll use them as excuse later on to say we have to invade again. We can't do this. All these victim victims there, but let's just fly them all out. Uh, and let them uh, be in the U.S. Great stuff. Uh, and here's Bush underlining this as well. Bush calls Afghanistan withdrawal a mistake. Says consequences will be unbelievably bad. Well, there you go. That that uh, that covers it then. Nothing we can do about that. We have to uh, we have to go back in there. According to good old uh, George W. Bush, he's a, he's a, he's a darling of the liberals now. And remember this too, by the way, because we'll return to this. When we talk about, uh, as implied of the title of the show, uh, BreadTube and uh, TYT and how they're basically our U.S. State Department mouthpieces. They're puppets. They're useful idiots of the U.S. State Department. And they are having, to, many of them are are voicing, and, and again, BreadTube is like they're, they're, they're commies, right? They're communists and all that stuff. And they're just, they're pro-war. They're pro for taking out Assad. Um, they're they're pro regime change in Syria. Uh, they're, they're pro America, having a foot in all these other countries and stuff like that. And I'll get to the analysis of why I think that is. But just remember that because it's like they're talking like George W. Bush, many of those communists now, right? That it's out of the neocon playbook. It's it's neocons were in a way traditionally against right marxist leninism in a way right they went to america come up with this whole new neoconservatism which is i mean it's it's a kind of a global homo ideology and 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 liberally it's it's a lot of cultural marxism that they pushed but it still believe in this kind of imperialism right of like u.s hegemony in a lot of these other countries and a foot in there and stuff and of course that's to reshape things politically globally and then you can stab U.S. in the back and, and and say thank you for you know thank you for letting us use you now bye bye and now it's a new world order basically but anyway just remember that we're not going to listen to him about that but just keep that in mind uh, keep that in mind because that's going to be uh, actually important uh, in the uh, upcoming topic here that we're talking about as well um, 
me check here. Let's make sure we're up to speed. Uh, Entropy Stream. RoboThink. I'm all for a Weekend Warrior segment that has to do with tips and nutrition and what brands to buy and what to avoid. Excellent. Thank you. Good to know. Yeah, if you want to let us know, send us an email, redeyes.protomail.com. Let us know if you think that's a good idea. But thank you, RoboThink. I appreciate that. Um, I'll try to keep, keep one eye on the on the chats over here, too, and see if you guys want that. Uh, okay. So let's do the uh, Vax uh, segment. I guess we have to open with this, then. Smash with smash with smash. So uh, it, it has begun. Door-to-door vaccination pushers. Hit the streets. Check out some of this footage here. Uh, this is over at uh, at Info Infowars. Folks about the COVID nineteen vaccination. I mean, we get people that will say, "Yes, I'll get the shot," but the follow up has always been the issue. Will they go? So now that the health department is actually coming out with us, we missed that middle step. Now, so now we, would you like to get a shot? Yes, we've got somebody right here on site. We remind the folks about the COVID nineteen vaccination. Okay, it goes goes around right there. I think there was a longer, <clears throat> excuse me, video about that too. Now this is uh, from the first day of the new Mech is it Mech County initiative to get more people vaccinated. They're joining Action NC, North Carolina, presumably, canvassing areas with low vax rates to educate and encourage, and then have a shot nearby. If someone wants it, I think there was a longer. Let's check out this. I think this is longer. I could be wrong, but county health department trying to ramp up COVID vaccinations. Health leaders kicking off a new initiative today. It's called Doses to Doors program, and it makes getting a vaccine virtually effortless. Community outreach groups have been canvassing specific neighborhoods for a few months now, educating and encouraging people to get the shot. Today, it got a lot easier. Health department workers were giving the shot on the spot. WCNC Charlotte's Chloe Leshner is live in West Charlotte. Chloe, does this canvassing work? Fred, the county thinks it does, which is why they are expanding this program. Action NC has knocked on 35,000 doors since May, and up until today, their only goal was to listen and dispel false information. But a lot of times, (laughs) they are able to encourage people to get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So now they can guarantee that it gets done. We remind the folks about the COVID-19 vaccination. So you need to get yours too then, right? It's public health at work. Community outreach groups going door to door. Have you had yours yet? To have personal conversations about the COVID vaccine. We get people that will say, yes, I'll get the shot. But the follow-up has always been the issue. Will they go? You know, how can we get people to go out and go? Now the health department is close by so they can offer the shots on demand. Now that the health department is actually coming out with us, we missed that middle step now. So now we, would you like to get a shot? Yes. We've got somebody right here on site. In the first few hours of the new Doses to Doors program, four people in this West Charlotte neighborhood decided to get the shot right on their front porch. That eliminates any excuse. You don't have to okay, drive okay. anywhere. <clears throat> Let me pause that for a second. That's actually a good point. I saw it someone in chat, too. Uh, let me see. Let me go up here. How did they keep... First, I was like, well, they said it was nearby. And someone says, how do they keep it cold, right? Because these nanolipids... Uh, this fatty envelope, the lipids that's around, uh, you know, that that's like is part of the payload, so to speak, or it holds the payload to penetrate into your uh, your cell, right? Not the nucleus, apparently, but uh, the, the, through the cell mem- membrane. And they, they got to hold it, make sure it's cold, right? And it was 
at least initially, there was difficult with keeping these cool at a certain temperature and stuff like that. So that's actually good, a really good question. Maybe this is just a gay op, too. Oh, well, they decided to have it after they, they showed up. Maybe they don't actually have it with them. I don't know. Uh, good point. Good question. You never know. It's gay ops within gay ops here, possibly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess they, they, this, this is their uh, strategy forward. Go door to door, and then you have strike forces, strike teams that's going to uh, push their way onto you. Uh, as far as I know, there is no record. That there is no... Uh, it's actually against what the the is it the HIPAA law or code inf private information regarding your health uh, decisions and stuff like that, right? That's actually against the law. But what do they care? And sit in line. You don't have to have a vehicle. You don't need to Uber. They are right here. The county primarily focused. Yeah, I remember on they offered free Uber rides for a while to to the vaccination clinics. Neighborhoods with lower vaccination rates and communities that are hesitant, but have also been disproportionately impacted by COVID. You'll see the majority of the crew is African American or Latinx, because it's hard for uh, people to find commonality on um, as a subjects if they don't see themselves in it. There you go. Really good stuff. All right. So I guess that's uh, that's their strategy. That's their approach. And of course, we played these clip with uh, both Biden and uh, uh, Saki talking about how they're going to uh, go door to door and community to community and all that stuff. But check out this is a new clip I found uh, of uh, Saki just talking about, uh, I guess, being honest for once when it comes to the uh, possibility, the Russian roulette nature uh, of this experiment. Hence, we are quite focused on communicating directly with those people. Hence, our special guest today uh, about why it's important to get vaccinated, why these vaccines are safe, why uh, they can still kill you even if you are under the age of 27. We get what? vaccinated, why these vaccines are safe, why uh, they can still kill you even if you are under the age of 27. We need to be clear and direct about our messaging. Yeah, I think that's pretty clear. <clears throat> pretty clear. I'm not uh, not surprised uh, that they... Uh, well, actually, I am surprised that they're telling the truth uh, on this one. But what are you going to do? Uh, Jimmy Fallis, Latinx, in case you're in Mexico, you need to blow your nose. Yeah, that's right. That's... Uh, what, what is it called again? Uh, Kleenex? Latin Kleenex? <laughs> Kleenex? Here's uh, uh, Rachel Maddow's sister, Chris Hayes. You might have seen, if you're following me on Twitter, you might have seen some of these clips, but this is just amazing stuff. Watching uh, one of his shows the other day on MSNBC. Here is what, here's what liberals, these global, uh, global progressives, uh, no, um, TYT call them homo progressives. Uh, not unironically, they call them homo progressives. Here's what they think the vax actually is. Look at this. The vaccines, and they've been tested, and we've got real life data now, not just clinical trials. Remember, these are going into millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of arms around the world, different populations. We're getting the data back. The vaccines are essentially magic. <laughs> there you go. Well, there well, there you have it. You heard it from the horse's mouth right there. The vaccines are essentially magic. Magic. It's magical juice. It will solve all of our problems. It's interesting. So he expanded on this, right? I have another clip here. And it's interesting that it's like such a clear contradiction and really an understanding as well that nothing in nature does work like this. There is never a quick fix. There's never a silver bullet. It doesn't exist. The one thing that's going to fix it all. 
But then he almost tries to sell it to us as the exception that proves the rule of sorts. Check out this here um, of how of how what what he says that this vaccine will do for us. And we had to figure out a way to get to door number three, a way to have a life and an economy and family dinners and people you can hug without letting the virus run rampant and kill off hundreds of thousands of people. And we got exactly door number three. We got the solution, the vaccine. We got the magic. And basically nothing else in life functions this way. Think about it. I mean, none of your problems in, like, in your work life, your relationships can be solved by someone just saying, here, take this shot and it's fixed. Exactly. You're, you're staring at financial problems. You're in debt. You're upset about a breakup. You don't get a shot. You give, you, that's not how human life works. It's complicated and it's hard. But this is one exception. This is literally what the vaccines offer. Basically, nothing else in life functions this way. <clears throat> Exactly. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work like that. That's what you should <laughs> How can you how can you try to gaslight your viewers in this capacity? Being honest that this is not how nature works. And I guess that's why he has to argue that it's that it's magic, right? Because it's like it's magic. Well, let's not break it down. Let's not talk about the long-term studies. Oh, that's done now. It's going into millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of arms and um that was a Trump impersonation there. And um, and now we're getting the data back, he says, which, of course, that means it's an it's a it's a live experiment because we don't have the data. <laughs> it's it's is admitting that in there and saying that there is no long term studies. We have no answers. We do not know what's going to happen to any of these people in two, three, four, five years from now. Long term studies, normally seven years to get some of these products to market. This took, what, six months. And thank God Trump brought this to us, right? Jimmy Fallis on Entropy Stream. Trust the science. It's magic. That's right. It's just it's just magic. Absolute magic. And it's inside of this, with this preface, that he then, then says negatively about the right wing that... I'll play it. But... but it, they're so one-dimensional, they think that the people who don't want the vax intentionally want to kill other people. <laughs> that's, that's how they're framing this. Listen. And it's in this context that we have a right-wing movement mobilizing to refuse that solution. To nihilistically cultivate skepticism in their flock, to stick it to the liberals, but also get lots of people killed. That's <laughs> like... Uh, no, that is not. It's it's not to stick it to the liberals that people don't take the vax. It's because we don't trust the ruling class. We don't trust pharma. Nothing is ever free. There's always a price. I've I've never seen such contrived ways to try to sell this to people, and it's it's just it's begging. It's begging superstition being attached to that we don't we he, he they will never understand that we do not trust the ruling class the elite the establishment and it's it's our right not to do so if we don't be, want to believe something it's not any uh, anybody anyone else's right to try to force you into believing that especially when there is no science to back it up long-term studies right and they'll do their own studies and they'll sell this and say it's safe and all that kind of stuff. But again, 
If you look at the amount of deaths now, there's more people that have died that have taken the two shots than than, than not over the last, what what is it, a couple of months or something like that, right? And we played that clip too. Let me remind you of that. Remember the uh, the guy in Britain, right? It's like, oh, it's all safe. I mean, Saki said it too. It's like, oh yeah, it's killing people. <laughs> it's a, we have to be clear that if you're under, under 27, it could kill you. But here's the, the clip. We played it in the Weekend Warrior show. It looked at 257 people known to have died with a Delta variant. 92 were unvaccinated, but 118 had had both doses. That's because the vaccine is good, but not perfect. <sighs> if you don't, if you don't get, if you don't get this now, it's the, it's you're beyond right. You're beyond help. Uh, there's nothing we can do to uh, to help you, basically. Right. Uh, here's more of the vaccine propaganda. Uh, Greta Thunberg, she was uh, at it again. A pro-vaccination advertisement together with a Somali criminal gangster rapper. Something with, uh, excuse me, fold, fold up your sleeve, I think, like was the name of the, was the name of the, uh, of the campaign. Climate activist Greta Thunberg has caused a stir after posing for a vaccination campaign ad with a criminal Somali-born gangster rapper who happens to be a convicted felon. Well, that's fine. Let them out of prison. They did nothing wrong. Make room for all the people in England that said mean things about people that they don't like and think are bad at their uh, at, at their sports ball task. So this campaign called... Um, uh, rolled up, roll up your sleeves or sleeve. It's urging Swedes to vaccinate themselves against COVID-19. Soon by seen as the embrace, seen in the embrace of rapper One Cuz, who is two heads taller. One Cuz is considered a burgeoning star of the Swedish rap scene. Holy shit! And is known for always wearing a mask as an image gimmick and never revealing his real name. Ooh. In an interview, he admitted having served two years in prison for a felony. Yeah, it's because he doesn't want to be identified, probably. That's why. But declined to reveal his conviction, describing it as a serious crime with a severe punishment. I'm sure he raped some uh, women, I assume, or uh, maybe some humiliation crime of young Swedish teenagers. And Greta Thunberg, remember, she also invested, she like put something like one million Swedish crowns into vaccination efforts, like donating to, to Gavi and stuff like that. And you know these people are part of the circuit of giving kickbacks later on if they manage to convince more people to take the vaccine. A huge profit uh, ski, scam, all of this too, right? Uh, his lyrics and music videos tended to heavily focus on gang-related crime, drug trafficking, and hatred of police as recurrent themes. And also don't forget about the Svenne hate, the hate of Swedes. Big theme among this. But anyway, there you go. Uh, absolutely sickening. But that's how, that's, is this going to work? I, I'm, so, okay. Get the Thunberg and fans, please go take the jab. Uh, Somali uh, rape pirate, go take your, go take your jab. En encourage your entire community to go take the jab. I'm, I'm pro, I'm pro this. I'm all pro this now. Do it. Go smash with Scott. Smash with, smash with Scott. There you go. All right, so, uh, let me take uh, this on entropy <laughs> real quick. Um, Jimmy Fallis, Chris Hayes looks like a pedophile. I'm calling it now. He's a he's a pedo. Yeah, I mean, allegedly, I think that's uh, allegedly, I think that's true. Uh, Nathaniel, again, thank you, sir. Appreciate that uh, for the kind super chat. Um, my dad, who loved you guys a lot and also loved his European heritage uh, dearly, recently passed away. Shit, sorry to hear that. 
Can we get a rest in peace for this great man uh, who now dwells forever in Valhalla? Uh, rest in peace. Maybe um, I'm not sure what his name is, but uh, uh, well, thank you to him for introducing you know you, I assume, then to to the show. And it's always sad to hear. Hopefully, it was not something you know bad or anything like that. But it was like a natural. He went naturally or something like that. But uh, yeah, definitely uh, sorry to hear that, man. Uh, may he rest in peace. May he may he join the gods and his ancestors in Valhalla. Uh, thank you, sir. Appreciate it, uh, Nathaniel. Very kind of you. Draconian Gimp of Death uh, sends the super chat. Okay, I got that. That's for uh, for membership. I'll set you up after the show, sir. Thank you. Uh, appreciate that. Okay. Um, where are we here in the order? Uh, okay, quick. Let me do these quick because we got to get to the uh, story about bread tube and all that stuff. That will be kind of a longer segment, uh, and I'm not even sure how to how to deal with it yet. Actually, to be honest, um, <laughs> check it. So check out this one. Um, actor in bare bo- now. Okay, so <laughs> so put this in perspective to. To this thing, too, that we're seeing with, like, people who say mean things online, they should be not only, like, imprisoned, they should be purged from society, lose their bank accounts, be homeless, not be allowed to buy anything. Let's purge them from our cashless society and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. F F in chat. Sorry, I just looked over and see that. Indeed. Uh, Definitely. F in chat for Nathaniel's uh, dad. Sounds like a great man. So uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, for, uh, recognizing that. The... uh, and the homage uh, to uh, to one to one lost, but he's in a, he's in a better place uh, right now, and I and I truly believe that too. Um, okay, so back to this. Kind of hard to f- switch between seriousness and this the clown world shit here. But what are you gonna do? Um, imprison people for for their for 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 their beliefs. Push dildos in kids' faces. Okay. Uh, let us convert your kids, right? All that stuff we talked about at the the, the the gay choir last week, right? Actor in bare-bottom monkey costume with fake penis, penis appears at event to encourage children to read. And uh, actor, and I'm sure they don't have personal interest in any of this as well, right? An actor in a bare-bottom monkey costume with fake penis appeared at an event to encourage children to read. Worried moms and dads complained after snaps appeared online of the rainbow-colored character at an event. Oh, good. Like, who is this? Why in the hell are they putting a dildo between its legs? Why does it have nipples, too? What the fuck? It was part of the Redbridge Library's summer reading challenge run by Redbridge Council in East London. One parent said, someone needs to lose their job over this. A second asked, this is unbelievable. Have we completely lost our moral compass as a society? Yes, I thought, wish I had that meme ready. The yes meme. Redbridge Libraries apologized for the inappropriate costume. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Uh, holy shit! And of course, white people who came out and protest were bigots. Muslims, though, coming out protesting, completely, completely fine. Now I'm on their side in this too. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't care if they're muzzies, but you know. While you're at it, why don't you um, go back to where uh, your religion is the majority? It'll be more peaceful. It's, it's, it's looking at the situation in South Africa. There's only one way for this, and it's peaceful, amicable divorce. That's 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 the only thing that's going to fix m- most of these problems, right? Well, in white countries, we would have a lot more to deal with 
a lot of these mentally ill people are trying to push, you know, and, and pedophiles trying to push dildos on kids. But uh, anyway, Muslim parents organized protest against dildo butt monkey. Great. That's a fantastic headline, by the way. Good job, Paul Joseph Watson, on that one. Uh, a Muslim parrot activist group has organized a protest against the now infamous taxpayer-funded dildo butt monkey performance in a bid to help safeguard the innocence of children. As we highlighted yesterday, a library in London force, was forced to apologize after children were exposed to a man wearing a rainbow-colored bare bottom monkey costume with a life-like dildo hanging from his crotch. The company responsible for arranging the performance, Vision RCL, received 740 thousand pounds shit under the government cultural recovery program meaning the event was taxpayer funded it was purposely uh, purportedly sorry intended to encourage children to read more books yeah because that will that will do it right there is it the you you will be so disgusted you will look down at the pages i'm a little uh, a little confused to what the uh, strategy was here but anyway uh, the Parents United group is behind the protest, which will take place outside Ilford Town Hall at uh, 7.15 tonight. This might have been, was this tomorrow? Uh, yesterday? Sorry, tomorrow. July 13th. Yeah, so maybe there's some footage from that. So you can pull some of that out. That would be uh, interesting. But yeah, anyway, peaceful family protest. I don't know why the whole screenshot is in the, in, not in there. But so, of course, diversi diversity lines up to protest. And again, if there's something we can unite uh, around, I'm... I'm Perfectly fine for the time being of doing that. Uh, throwing out these uh, these pedophile activities. And then we can talk about uh, the next layer to the problem. Universal Orlando sued for $30,000 over photos of actor dressed as Minions villain. Uh, sorry, sorry. Dressed as Minions villain grew flashing, quote, white supremacist OK sign in photos with the two young girls of color. Do you guys remember the, here's one, I guess. This actually didn't see at the time, this photo. Uh, but this one, I remember we talked about at the time. A second photo cited in the lawsuit shows the character making the hand gesture with a six-year-old biracial girl in February 2019. Is that how long it took for them to, to get the suit and all that stuff? Holy shit. Um, the suit alleges that an actor dressed up as a Despicable Me villain character grew at the park, flashed a white power sign in photos <laughs> with the girls in 20... This is hysteria, right? So, like, they can... Is uh, is this dildo butt monkey going to be sued for, for distress and all that stuff, right? Um, here it is. The suit seeks more than $30,000 in damages for, quote, mental anguish, loss of dignity, loss of innocence, emotional distress humiliation and embarrassment that's what that cost the girl didn't even see it on the side photo of so was over and that's it right like this was literally a joke to to try to associate this symbol with with so-called white power uh but this is how upside down everything is this is the world we live in now this kind of stuff right totally fine check out this more more just insane hysteria here former high school student Charged for putting Hitler quote in yearbook. A former Connecticut high school student is accused of changing entries in his school's yearbook to include a quote from Nazi dictator Adolf Hitler, police said. It is a quite special secret pleasure how the people around us fail to realize what is really happening to them, 
Read one entry allegedly submitted by Hollister Tyrone. Try on. Try on. Try on. Incorrectly attributed to Hitler's quote to George Floyd, a black man who was murdered. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Um, Tryon, who was barred from attending graduation at Glastonbury High School for allegedly altering the school's 2021 yearbook, was charged Friday with two counts of three-degree computer crimes for accessing a database used by his uh, by students to alter two classmates' ent- entries. So we, kn- we know why they're targeting this guy. Obviously making a joke here. And I was like, it was an intrusion into this important database. Tryon 18 also reportedly inserted a quote in a second student's yearbook entry referencing drugs and Boston bomber Zokar uh, Tazarnev, who was convicted in April 2013, attacked to kill three people. The reworked entries, that might have been gay up, by the way, but regardless, uh, the reworked entries might not have been either, by the way. The reworked entries were uncovered in May as distribution of the yearbooks began. School administrators later recalled the mementos to remove the offending material and contacted cops, the cordon reported. Is this uh, UK? Glastonbury? It's got to be, right? Let me see here. Is there Are there any quotes? Which exact quote was it? Um, Tyrone was ordered held on $5,000 bond, was released after posting 500 in cash, He's due back in Manchester Superior Court. Yeah, so this is the UK, right? On August 6th, facing up to five years in prison on each count if convicted, according to the Journal Inquirer. Officials from the Jewish Federation of Greater Hartford told WTNH in May that the, quote, anti-Semitic incident harmed the community. All right. They certainly underscore the importance of anti-bias education and Holocaust education, President and CEO David Warren told the station on the altered entries. This is an opportunity, mo- uh, opportune moment for the school to redouble their efforts in this regard. Holy shit. Just, I don't know. It's just... Uh, oh, it's America? Okay, well, is it Boston then or something? Where's Manchester? Is that in Boston? No, um, Rootin' Tootin' said, no, it's it America. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, all right. It's like all the, the UK names, right? Oh, Connecticut's right at the top. <laughs> okay, there you go. I missed that. Okay, gotcha. Connecticut. Wasn't there a Manchester and Boston on the... Manchester on the sea? Anyway, whatever. A lot of overlaps in the in the place names, obviously. But uh, there you go. Uh, maybe that explains why this uh, other organization were... Well, they actually, they are in, in the UK, too, though. Okay. So... I think we should do this next segment here. I'll take a sip of water. A um, couple of more entropy here. Archie. The more I see rainbow suit, cheap, less superheroes, the more I want to join the Taliban. <laughs> LGBT is a Mossad psyop to convert it to Islam. Joke. Yeah, there's a lot of... Um, a lot of uh, wedge driving, shall we say, uh, that's uh, going on here. Uh, no, I get what you're saying, Archie. But of course, as always, uh, Archie, there is a third. There's a third position right outside of uh, of the fake. It's like people who still. Who's, I'm amazed by that. People who supposedly are like, <laughs> or at least post as being on the on the so-called right for a while, seem to think that the only only place you can go is to like Soviet communism if you're against. 
neoliberal, you know, uh, capitalism, which is just kind of like Hegelian dialectics. Like we went that that's that's why a lot of these people are not into like conspiracy because they don't get the bigger picture here of like yeah, there's elites that are intentionally like trying to squeeze you into a category or squeeze you into a box because it's easily, you're easily more controlled that way. But anyway, side issue. Uh, not Hitler. Well, that's 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 reassuring. Not Hitler on Entropy Stream says here, we live in a controlled within uh, echo parentheses world these days. Such sadness. Yeah, it's also it's also kind of uh, sometimes I kind of enjoy the the. It's kind of fun in a, in a weird kind of black pilled perverted way, I guess. I, I sometimes I don't feel sad that it's crumbling in this way. Do you know what I mean? It's like, um, uh, it's kind of, um, we kind of deserve it, right, in, in, a, in a weird way. I'm not saying we personally here, but uh, overall as a society, because we didn't stop this, now we're suffering the consequences of this, uh, because good men did nothing. Evil, wickedness, perversity, immorality, all these things have prevailed. And now uh, we're being railroaded by it. And now maybe some of us, I think many of us here understand this already, but I think a lot of people will wake up and, and, and understand why our ancestors did things a certain way because they kept certain things at bay. And I think they had some of those life experiences too. Past civilizations, we've lived through these kinds of things. This is a cycle that keeps returning. As we get more successful, we get more comfortable, and then we get weaker, and then here we are, right? Robothink, all this clown world shit is slowing, uh, slowly turning me into Clint Eastwood's character in Gran Torino. That was a great beginning, especially the beginning of that movie, and then it kind of turned a little, little a bad ending on it. But yeah, I like the beginning of that too. Uh, Robothink says here, describing Eastwood in there, grumpy and disgusted by everything. Yep, <laughs> I know. There's nothing wrong with being a grumpy old man. We uh, we are entitled to, especially these days. Okay. So let's do this. Let me uh, let me set the let me set the the groundwork here a little bit. So BreadTube, which is like you know commie YouTube basically, right, is uh, kind of in shambles here a little bit. After there's been some interesting revelations, and. I want to try to piece together a bigger picture today. I was actually going to do first a segment of this in the Weekend Warrior show, and at the time I didn't have time to kind of write up. I, I didn't I didn't get a, a way to present it in the way I wanted to. I wanted to write it in a specific way, uh, but it didn't pan out that way. So now I'm just winging it instead, which I'm sure will make it much more much better, much more coherent, right? But anyway, I'm winging this here on the spot. There's a couple of thoughts I want to get out about this. But basically, the main point I'm going to get out is there's a bunch of people on the internet associated with BreadTube that are basically puppets, shills, um, useful idiots for the U.S. State Department. Now, some of them might be in on it. Some of them might not know what they're doing and just tagging along. But it's clear that people who basically just wanted you to to vote for Biden and make sure that uh, U.S. hegemony, uh, you know, maintains in places like Syria, for example, are, whether they are aware of it or not, or whether they are conscious of it or not, are, in, in effect, State Department mouthpieces, right? U.S. State Department mouthpieces. 
They're pushing for pro-Assad policies, or pro-removal uh, of Assad, I should say, not pro-Assad um, policies. They never speak about the white helmets, helmets, because again, all these people move in official, you know, the official world. I checked the Wikipedia thread on this. Here's the facts, you know, kind of thing. And they don't understand Operation Mockingbird. They don't understand the CIA slash FBI slash State Department slash secret, uh, <laughs> secret intelligence services meddling and infiltration and running now of many mainstream media outlets, at least very powerful influential positions in the big media companies, right? So you have this interesting thing where streamers on YouTube, and they're in other spheres as well, who we kind of believe to be communists, and, and, and in so many, many ways they are, they're definitely cultural Marxists, right? They put degen push degeneracy and pedophilia and these kinds of things on the side, but then they also put push this like, US is, you know, it, it's this kind of the, pro-American state, they're flag-waving now because they are the ones who control the institutions now, right? Oh, the deep state doesn't exist, right? To expand this term and not only talk about bread tube, but things like the Young Turks, they have been pushing things like the Russia narrative, which was like a, a, an admitted fake, gay-op nonsense run by the deep state, or if you so prefer, the very forces behind the scenes that wanted to make sure that Trump was out. And this is not a delineation saying, oh, you're Trump supporters versus not or whatever. It's, it's bigger and deeper than that. But it's clear that the few things that Trump did get out was the, the, the elite, the establishment, the ruling class were terrified of this. And they worked day and night tirelessly to lie about Trump to get him out, right? And he might have been a, a puppet for Israel and all these things, but they didn't care. It didn't matter. They wanted him out. And that's, that's, that's the end of it, right? They lied and they made it all up and all that st stuff. And along are these commies showing up, urging everybody to vote for establishment puppet Joe Biden, right? True rebels, true, you know, true uh, opposite, you know, true uh, stick it to the man type of people. Kind of <laughs> vote, vote for Joe Biden. Uh, let's stay in Syria. We can't leave now, you know, State Department puppet. So here's here's a, let me. And so I should say, let me say this then. Some of this came out after a guy called Jackson Hinckley, Hinkle, who is another leftist, right? But there have the, there's like a, a distinction here now happening, and it's been like that for a while. But if you want to find out why much of the left and the new left, in certain in certain sense, are not anti-war anymore. Why did they drop this? Why don't they talk about this anymore? What happened, right? I think in, in, in all likelihood, many of these, either in on it or not, have, ado have adopted these, these, these talking points because they are being used by a greater force. As the cultural environment, um, the culture war, if you will, have, sh have shifted and it becomes so much more further to the left in America, the same forces, the, the the deep states, call them what you want to call them, doesn't really matter. We talk about the ruling elites that are tugging and pulling the strings, strings, are aware of this. And they want to try to steer this in a direction where they doesn't go into dangerous territories, such as not being pro-war, not wanting to pull out of places like Syria. Um, 
not trusting the white helmets, uh, not believing the Russia hoax, you know, things like this, right? So I think they've managed and tweaked and formulated characters on the back end. They've maybe financially incentivized people. They might have even had people who are compromised, which might be the deal with this guy on the screen right here. Or we can show this screen again. Back to this one. This, this, the pro Joe Biden guy, Ian Kushinsky, or Vosh, or Vosh, whatever the hell he's going by, right? He did a debate with this guy who's on the left, Jackson Hinckley, where Jackson was like, "You're an Assadite. You're a pro-Assad," and we, you know, they were debating, and I didn't listen to the whole thing. I just this is like leftist infighting, but it's kind of funny, right? Um. And they were having a debate, and there was some stuff that came out there. And of course, Vosh Ian Kushinsky revealed himself as the U.S. State Department puppet that he is. And we'll take a look at a couple of clips that, that proves this. But it was also some DMs that came out. He was accidentally showing his DMs. And here's the link between BreadTube and TYT. TYT have been pushing the Russia hoax, as we said, all these nonsense issues, right? They're, they have been fighting in turn with Jimmy Dore. It's been hilarious to watch, right? It's just like an implosion on BreadTube and leftist tube and all that stuff, right? Um, Jimmy Dore is more honest. Jackson Hinckley, is, are, they're more honest. They're more traditional left. They're anti-war. There's people like uh, Aaron Mate involved in this too from Gray Zone. They're much more honest leftists. I don't like many other policies, but they're much more honest. They understand the danger of U.S. being in all these countries and all that stuff, destabilizing factors, right? That's contributed, as we know, to all the immigration, or at least an excuse for the immigration. War on terror led to the mass, you know, displacement of 49 million people. Many of them have come to the, to Europe, etc., to bring this, you know, calorie plan into fruition. Right? It's, it's all connected. But here are these people on the left sitting. And, it, and trying to ensure and maintain that these people on the left don't go down a path that could actually end American imperialism, if you, per, if you prefer that term. Or simply, let's put it, end foreign wars. Shit like that. Anyway, so this is the, the video to... <laughs> this is a funny video, but let's play this one. This is kind of just to set the stage for why the... Um, this is this. Let's put it like this. Here's a definitive document. This video. All you need to know of what it looked like when the mainstream mainstream media joined with like the State Department or the FBI slash CIA and the an, an Operation Mockingbird, these programs and stuff like that, joined with the media to push the Russia narrative, right? Which totally out in the open now, admittedly, was was, was fake and gay, right? So here, this summarizes it right here. Check this out. Here we go. You ready? Trump, Putin, Russian collusion. Trump, Russian sort of collusion. Trump, Russian possible collusion. Trump, Russian metal collusion. Trump, Russia possible collusion. Trump, Russian potentially collusion. Trump, Russia possible collusion. Trump, Russian possible collusion. Trump, Russian collusion. Trump, Russia Russian collusion. Trump, Russia possible collusion. Russia hacked our election. Here comes a big change. Because all of a sudden, Trump, Russian possible collusion, Russian, Russian, Russian collusion, Trump, Russian possible collusion, Trump, Russian possible collusion, Trump, the Russians, collusion, collusion with the Russians, Trump, Russia possible collusion, Trump, Russia possible collusion, prove collusion, prove collusion. <laughs> Was there collusion? Absolutely. Trump, Russia possible collusion, Trump, Russia possible collusion, Trump, 
Russia possible collusion. Trump Russia possible collusion. Trump Russia possible collusion. Trump Russia possible collusion. Trump Russia potential collusion. Trump Russia potential collusion. And the Kremlin and be in collusion with Putin. And the Kremlin and be in collusion. And Putin. And the Kremlin and be in collusion with Putin. And the Kremlin are very worried in collusion. This president, this president in collusion with Putin. And the Kremlin and be in collusion. This president, this president in collusion with Putin. And the Kremlin are very worried in collusion. All 17 intelligence agencies. 17 agencies. 17 of our intelligence agencies have confirmed. of our intelligence agencies. 17 intelligence agencies. 17 different United States intelligence agencies. All 17 of them. All right, there you go. Good stuff. So obviously a little humor is there, but you, but you get the point, right? Why I want to play all that just complete bullshit. They sold it to the pit to, to all these Democrats and leftists and stuff. And they were worried about, oh my God, is being invaded, pushing the Russian narrative, right? So that's kind of the interface here too. Just to show between like TYT, the Young Turks, right? Complete gay op. They're, they're, they're pushing some of these things, which are just, <laughs> which are just like, in, which are insane, right? They never, when it comes to Syria, they never talk about the white helmets, right? And we've talked extensively about that in the past. How they're always the first on location in Syria. They they magically know where all the drops, bombs are going to drop, right? And then it happens, and then they blame Assad, right? Assad said it many times himself. It's, it's their Al-Qaeda. With, they shaved their beards, right? I played it many times. They're Al-Qaeda, which, which is, again, state, you know, U.S. intelligence, State Department. They're giving them resources. They're helping them. They're creating this situation to try to topple Assad. That's what it is, right? All these gay ops. And, and, and degenerates like Vosh or Ian Kuczynski is like, no, he needs to be top, he needs to be toppled, right? It's like he's a puppet of the State Department. And, and and so why 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 is that, right? Here was a here was a, a line here that Gator pulled out from a book called and we'll read this and then we'll play some clips and stuff like that too. But uh, there's some people joining in on this, which is kind of funny to see. Uh, Bread Tuve serves imperialism, examining the brand of internet pseudo socialism. New book by Caleb Maupin, and he's done some good reports. Now he's more of a classical a commie, you know, classical commie. Some things he suck at entirely. Some things he's slightly better at. He does reports for RT many times. We've played some of his reports. You know, he, for example, one of these that saw how the ruling class, the the capitalists, right, were benefiting from the lockdowns. He did a good report for RT showing just how much more wealth they've they've accumulated since the lockdowns and stuff like that. While you have people like Vosh, it's just like, all these leftists are they're pretending they're concerned with COVID and we have to solve COVID. And, and it's just because COVID is being used as a mechanism to reform society. And they know that on some level. They're not concerned about lives. These commies never have been. Well, these U.S. State Department puppets, I should say, never have been. It's a tool. It's a political mechanism. But he wrote in the, this is Gator pulling this out. He wrote here, let's read this, Ian Vosh Kuczynski, a video game playing child of wealth from Beverly Hills. Named Ian Kuczynski has taken the moniker Vosh. He's been appointed by YouTube algorithms, he certainly has, as the unofficial spokesperson for Marxist, socialist, and leftist thought. Vosh's father is Mark Kuczynski, a figure in Hollywood. Imagine that. <laughs> He's in Hollywood. So a, a true, you know, a, a working man, his, his, his son who's suffered through the, he can identify with the working classes. A pedo, pedo wood asset, right? 
Anyway. Vash father is Mark Kuczynski, a figure in Hollywood who describes himself on LinkedIn as, quote, director, visual effects artist, and supervisor with 20 years of experience in production. In early years, Vash used the moniker Irish Laddie. He appeared on the streams of he appeared on the streams of internet video game enthusiast Stephen Destiny Bonnell to argue in favor of his interpretation of anarcho-communism. He eventually set up his own Twitch and YouTube channel on which to play video games and urge listeners to vote for Joe Biden. On his streams, Ian often claims there is a secret Nazi conspiracy that has infiltrated the U.S. government. And again, that's like that's like the FBI now. That's the, what the deep state is trying to convince everyone, right? Dangerous Nazis and terrorists and right-wingers and shit like that, right? He misinterprets key Marxist concepts, equates critics of U.S. foreign policy, i.e. tankies, with Nazis, all while using excessive profanity. In the aftermath of the January 6th Capitol riot, Vosh appeared to call for a mass totalitarian-style disappearing of Trump supporters, just like the FBI is working towards now, right? Tweeting out, Democracies cannot coexist with these people. They disappear. Or we all do. Koshinsky seems to have an odd fascination with pedophilia. In one debate, he argued that purchasing a laptop computer was morally equivalent to purchasing child pornography. I think we have that clip right here, too. Or it's in yet maybe another one where he uh, makes excuses for pedophiles. Let's listen to that. Do you believe porn, which includes bestiality, increased the prevalence of zoophiles? Um, possibly, but I still don't care. I still think that like um, zoophile porn, like drawn stuff, it should be 100% legal. In fact, and this is going to be a real hot take, I have yet to hear a convincing moral or legal argument as to why possession of child pornography should be illegal. Actual child pornography. How's that for a hot fucking take? Now, to clarify on this take, as I feel it necessary to do so, um, we do not, in this country, um, typically uh, uh, criminalize people who have procured uh, media or resources which were the product of abuse. Um, it is not illegal to own necklaces that have um, slave diamonds or whatever. What are they called? Uh, or, uh, blood diamonds. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a that's a good comparison. <laughs> Yeah, all of our clothes produced by sweatshops, our computers, the silicon and lithium mined from literal fucking slaves. In our society, we have already deemed that... <clears throat> no, that's it's it's much more than that, but uh, but do go on, People King. are not responsible for the mechanisms by which the media they consume and the content they uh, engage with are produced. So, yeah, uh, we, we've been over this, but that would be like... Uh, then also financially incentivizing, right? <clears throat> if you're selling this pornography or something like that, right? Uh, or if you if you have, it, it would it would incentivize the production of it. That it wouldn't be illegal once it's ended up in the in the hands of somebody, for example, right? I, I mean, all right, you, you get the idea. There, there's no there's no point in hyper analyzing this. The, the, this 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 man is in, either being compromised by the powers that be because of these kinds of positions, but in more likelihood. He might be some kind of plant. Now he might truly believe all the things he talks about too. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I can't prove that. But regardless, whatever the actual truth of the matter is, what his origin story is, so to speak, he's serving the establishment. He's serving the elites. He's serving the FBI with these narratives, right? And look at how they're trying. This same cultural Marxist clique of global homo progressives that we're spending so much time exposing and talking about. They're also want to normalize pedophilia and bestiality. That's the that's a new the the, the I'm not gonna say even final frontier because there's gonna be something new after that. But that's what they're trying to normalize right now, just like this guy is arguing for. 
In other instances, he has argued for the ending of age of consent laws, though he has since claimed to have changed his position. The website Drama Report published an article in September 8th, 2020, featuring claims from a former friend of Vash, who said he had admitted uh, to her that he had viewed child pornography and that she had reported him to the FBI. So that could be a very reasoning right there. We know what you did. Start working for us. Okay, why? What do you want us to do? Tell your audience to, to vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> right? Ian Kuczynski has admitted that he has uh, he did indeed sexually harass at least one woman while he operated under the moniker Irish Letty, sending them inappropriate messages, including statements about the uh, and statements about and photos of his genitals. Actually, sending them inappropriate messages. Yeah, okay, I got that right. I was going to bent towards the end of the page here. Uh, the paper. So he's sending uh, photos of his genitals and threatening to dox the woman if she went public about his behavior. Vosh, Vosh has acknowledged and apologized for such actions. A large number of unconfirmed rumors about the others about other sexual misconduct allegedly perpetrated by Vosh can be found online. The personality of the 25-year-old indicates signs of narcissism and sex addiction. Some have speculated that his blatant rudeness and inability to comprehend other people's views indicates he may be on the autistic spectrum. Vouch seems to have a bigoted view of Midwestern and South Southern Americans, viewing them as inferior rabble, not as sophisticated as he and his wealthy neighbors in Beverly Hills. In his perspective, the calls for economic justice from uh, from working people in the Rust Belt are class reductionism and, quote, fascist populism. There you go. Koshinsky has lied excessively about this author, about uh, Maupin, claiming he is a literal Nazi. And, he has, uh, and that he supports U.S. billionaire capitalists like Jeff Bezos, statements he clearly knows to be fake. He also baited this author for allegedly being anti-American, which is a very odd accusation for a supposed Marxist and an anarcho-communist to make. In mainstreams, it seems apparent that Vosh has handlers or advisors who are more familiar with Marxism than he is. Often Vosh will be seen stuttering his way through explaining concepts that he does not clearly understand, Clearly quoting someone else, most likely an individual who le who learned the concept in an academic, not activist setting. And uh, just the debate he did with, uh, what's his name again? Um, um, the British guy. I know him. Lotus Eaters. What is his new thing, right? What's his name again? Holy shit. That's how memorable he is, right? Chat will have it. Um... Sargon, thank you, Mr. Nosberg. Sargon, exactly. Sargon, that's how memory, memorable he is. It was, it was, it was, uh, I mean, it was, in, it was, it was embarrassing. He was totally just slaughtered, but it was almost this Dunning Kruger thing. He did, like, he didn't understand that he had, like, he'd lost the debate. And the only thing he has at his advantage is like these, these, these tricks to try to fool you into thinking that he didn't really say something when he did say it. And then kind of attack you on that point. You clearly, you're insane. You're, who am I talking to? What's going on here? You know. Anyway, last page here. In one embarrassing stream, Vosh read aloud quotes from Mao Zedong, Lenin, and Marx, which he said justified support for the Democratic Party of the United States in the 2020 election. It became clear to many viewers that the list of quotes had been prepared by someone else and that Vosh knows very little about Russia or Chinese history. However, this had not stopped uh, this smug video game player from occupying the position of briefing, of being, rather, the primary Marxist voice on the internet. 
Vouch routinely quotes from Radio Free Asia and other U.S. State Department propaganda outlets, treating them as reliable sources of information. Oy vey. While deeming all media from anti-imperialist countries or putting forward an anti-imperialist perspective to be non-credible. In other words, like Russia, Syria, right? All this thing, right? Well, you, that's RT or something. You can't trust that. Can't trust, can't trust independent media. We go straight to Radio Free Europe. One of Vash's favorite talking points is to accuse all who question U.S. media allegations um, against China, Iran, Russia, and other anti-imperialist uh, states of being the equivalent of Nazi Holocaust deniers. According to Vosh, if U.S. media says that Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction or that the evil Spaniards have sunk the USS Maine, you must believe it. That's right. That's official story. I read the Wikipedia thread on this. You're wrong. Here's the facts. If you do not, you are the same as neo-Nazis and deserve to be beaten up by Antifa, Antifa if not disappeared in order to protect the great American democracy. <laughs> Even Max Blumenthal ended up tweeting that out. It's kind of funny. I think it took Gators. Is that after Gators tweet? Uh, but anyway, so so the link here to TYT is interesting too. As the guy had debated here on the, you know, oh, we can trust uh, the, uh, you know, uh, inspectors in Syria and all this stuff, right? They were having a debate on this. It appeared as, as Vash, Vash had received coaching from TYT's world-renowned journalist experts on Syria, Patrick Hilsman and Francesca Fiorentini. So he's talking with these people on th with, the, with TYT, right? <laughs> Which is the link between them here, too, of why they're pushing this U.S. State Department nonsense. Go back to Afghanistan again, right? Oh, we, can, we can't leave. These white militaries from white countries can't leave brown countries. We can't, let, we can't let these people build a nation of their own and be on their own because clearly they would fail, right? As Ethan says here, Ethan Ralph, that's like George W. Bush talking points. Listen to this. If we pulled out, if we allowed these countries to destabilize, you know what would happen within 10 years? Guaranteed, you know what would happen within 10 years? I bet you more than anything. America pulls out with no exit strategy, no long-term plan for supporting these countries. These countries fail, and they turn into, I mean, we're talking Cambodia level. We're talking fields of corpses. China will come in with boots on the ground and fix their problems, and they'll be Chinese vassal states for the next century. <clears throat> that's like China, that's, that's US, the China thing is like, there's a US State Department talking points. Now, I'm not a huge fan of China, but it's completely irrelevant, right? Why would these countries fail, though? That's what the interesting point here is. Gee, why would they fail if they're on their own? Hmm. What uh, what are you what are you alluding to here, man? <laughs> you're saying you're saying these countries can't they can't build nations on their own, right? No. Leave. It's none of our business. Who gives a shit, right? <laughs> that that's the only policy. So these people are they're repeating U.S. State Department talking points. They're and and then you have the pedophile stuff that I showed earlier too, which is the the most likely aspect to why he's um, why he might be compromised now this could just be a, a little fetish of course a genuine fetish on the side but this might have been one of the ways that they did get to him on right i'm not sure he says here 
I've always wanted to discuss this, Vaush says here, I've always wanted to discuss this really interesting article I read about the sexual dynamics of pre-colonial Hawaiian civilization because they sure had no problem fucking kids. And the anthropological evidence seemed to suggest there wasn't a culture of child abuse. Is that, is that, is Ralph, is Ralph fucking with me and making, <laughs> making that up? Maybe he is. I'm not sure. But, uh, Age of consent, though, is it's a big question for uh, for for this for this pedophile for some reason, which is which is just very interesting, right? So defending these reprehensible, absolutely despicable opinions uh, are, and ideas, which frankly the elites are pushing hard on our kids right now, right? We're coming for your kids, hand them over to these gay pedophiles, whatever. Um. So let's end this segment. I think that I think that explains what I wanted to say, basically, right? Good segment here from Kyle uh, or Kyle um, Moppin. What was his name again? First name? Uh, Caleb. Caleb Moppin. Uh, good rundown. Uh, it's been, so it's been a shitstorm with like infighting and stuff. And again, the link here between someone like this this pedophile and the Young Turks. And of course, we know the Young Turks are also uh, pushing. Uh, uh, are also pushing the um, uh, the bestiality thing, right? We've we've played that many times, um, and again, is is did they get to them in that in that was that a point where they were they were compromised in some way? Do you see what I'm saying? And so now they have been forced to do the bidding of higher forces. So maybe they're economically assisted, right? These are questions that are that remain for now unanswered but i thought a really good video here that uh, summarizes uh the recent fight this is very funny actually uh the recent fight b- between uh jimmy door uh, and, and tyt and the whole again they were attacking aaron mate who again did more more honest on many of these points when it comes to syria and stuff like that too right uh but check that check this out this is a great uh, this is a great video here hope you enjoy this please welcome award-winning journalist Aaron Mate. Yeah, hey, Aaron, how are you? Yeah, fuck you. Uh, everyone cares what Aaron uh, Mate uh, has to say, oh, right? Okay. That's disgusting. disgusting. But, uh, if Aaron Mate is, uh, feels really warm in his uh, Russian blanket, he's like, oh, but the Russian government favors me. He should be super proud of that. Way to go, Aaron. You if did. I had so many humiliating videos out there where I'm a bigot, I'm a misogynist, yeah, I'm fucking uh, and I'm a pro-war hack like Cenk does. Oh, 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 fuck you. Anyway, let's move Russians. on. Let's end the freaking podcast. Hey, Anna, nice new skirt. You are garbage. <laughs> Piece of fucking shit. I, I do not hey, care. Hey, Anna, nice new skirt. I don't care. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck anybody who is protecting it's her. It's not Jimmy's fault that he agrees with neo-Nazis. Fuck you. He's a preposterous liar. I do declare <laughs> that Jimmy Dore is a neo-Nazi and a preposterous liar. Way to go, Jimmy. Welcome to the gang, Jimmy. He genocide against Armenian people. I don't give a shit. Okay. Why did you guys pick that as your name? And how is an Armenian woman working for this network? That's who I am. <laughs> you want to attack me for passionately, you know, defending the very intentional disinformation at TYT. <laughs> then go ahead. You can attack me all hey, you want. Hey, nice news skirt. Fuck you. Wow. I don't want you in our audience. You are not part of what we're trying to do. Uh, we try to expand the spectrum of what is acceptable thought. Watch. If I were the ruler, uh, the benevolent dictator of the world, 
I would legalize bestiality where you are <laughs> giving, you are you are pleasuring the animal. I mean, what the, what the fuck is wrong with these people? And and why do they return? Insist on returning? Talk. I mean, I get it, right? They're, they've helped to shift the the Overton window into where where we now have this being pushed on kids on like mainstream channels and shit like that. Like I I, I get it. They're like a. Uh, they're like a, a a canary in the sense in the coal mine for that, right? They're like, let's send them in first and see how it goes, and then we'll uh, then we'll we'll expand it to the. But it's like, what, what's what's with this shit with the kids and the animals with the, with the vouchers and the and the the shank yogurts? What is that about? What what is that, right? Anyway, this is a great video. The the ending is just amazing. <laughs> That's my guy. That's who I want to side with. That's who I want to fight with. Because <laughs> it's literally his bread and butter. This is how he makes his money. Yeah, look. It gets worse. Let's do more sexism. And we got a little crotch shot. I suppose we'll put the crotch jump up on the young Tercecca, right? I don't care if I have a turtle fetish if she's the only woman in America having sex with turtles. I can't get into it. I mean, look at her, right? First of all, the bestiality, I get it. Some people are into bestiality, right? Is that legal? No, it's not. Uh, so then I think, is it really dog rape if the dog came, right? Oh, Jink. <laughs> Let's make fun of people's appearances and look up their skirt. And that's the way to be progressive. And you don't even have to bother contacting me to tell me how disappointed you are. Cancel your membership. Like, we're literally telling no, you that. get your shit straightened out, okay? Oh, you are not yeah. to go outside the house anymore without panties on. Right. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Now, guys, a, a lot of you didn't see that. That's why we're showing it to you. That's why we're telling you, that if you're associated with us, that we're in the gutter and that Jimmy is the one trying to clean us up and get, get into and engage in a rational conversation with us. I don't want that culture as part of anything we do at TYT. And the one thing that is enormously true is no. You are not part of what we're trying to do. So what are we supposed to do? Cancel your membership. Whatever the fuck you want. Sorry. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> that I am blessed with the dumbest, idi most idiotic fucking enemies in the world. <laughs> I am so blessed. You know, Marcos Aurelius would oh, go there he is. and Oh, thank no, God Sam Cedar. What a, whoa, no. what a fucking nightmare. Fuck I had you. no idea this fuck was going you. to happen. Fuck you, man. Yeah, Joe Rogan and Ben Shapiro and Dave Rubin and Joe Peterson and Noam Chomsky. Sam Cedar is a lying coward. And that's why people like Stephen Crowder should not debate him. Well, I debated with Fuck you. You bring in a con con man like Sam Cedar. You hope that Stone lets you just get burned thought down from personal gain. And everybody sees through you. Oh man, that's that that scene with the uh, <laughs> fuck. Very good, very very well, uh, very well made. That's that's one of my favorites there. When uh, uh, when the ins the the UN writer <laughs> comes in right at the end there. Is he? There was some other thing here uh, with Jordan Peterson. Was like he was on drugs during one of his in interviews or something like that. What the hell was that about? Right? <laughs> All right, very good. It's a sad, uh, it's a, it's a sad such a sad thing to see all the infighting <clears throat> among all these people. I thought you enjoyed that. Real quick to Cuba is a gay op.
I'll just I, maybe I should just leave it at that. What you're seeing in Cuba is a gay op. Cuban people are demanding their freedom. Biden expressed support for protesters. More State Department stuff, right? Last week, U.S. State Department asked for almost 30 million towards regime change in Cuba, including upgrades to propaganda outlet Radio Y Television Martin and promoting, quote, free enterprise and private business organizations and people-to-people educational and cultural activities. $30 million. And then, of course, <clears throat> remarkably, right away, protest out in the street. Cubans want to be free from communism. And, and so, okay, so there's a real angle, angle you can have to this where you're like, they have had crippling sanctions ag- against them if uh, Biden believes that they want to be free or something, like lift them then so they can be, you know, do their own thing basically without being like restricted to deal, you know, uh, deal with any other country in the world, right? It's like what Iran and Venezuela or something that can actually just trade with, right? Have that as a talking point at least. But then people like this show up, Len Kordorovsky. We'll get to him in a moment. When oppressed people around the world express their desire for a better, better life, note the symbol they pick, he says here. And it's a a screenshot of of the the American flag being shown in Cuba, Iran, Venezuela, and Hong Kong. And all I can think is gay op. So I didn't trust this when I saw saw these people in Hong Kong shop with American flag. Why not even like the the Union Jack or something then? Like the British British flag because of Hong Kong was a previous colony there or something. Um... Here's uh, the banner here of Len Kordorovsky. And this was like tweeted 32,000 likes, almost 10,000 retweets on this here, right? It's America. And I'm not shitting on America. I'm I'm talking about the the propaganda like that it has become, the representative that it has in in case of the, you know, in, in front of the rest of the world, right? Again, regime change, keeping all these other countries in check. And they always need a new victim to sink their teeth into. I'm talking about the global kind of like economic system, neoliberalism, right? That's why they invaded Iraq. This is why they went into uh, Libya. This is why they toppled leaders in so many different countries and stuff like that. And this is just more of that, right? Oh, Arab Spring. I just don't trust any of it. Len Kudrowski here says, uh, the State Department's secret weapon. Interesting. Len Kudrowski's journey from second-class Soviet Jew to American political influencer. Is this uh, banner there. And, of course, he went straight to Fox News to talk about Cubans holding massive anti-government protests amid economic crisis. It was featured in uh, in that clip there. I'll probably mute it. Oh, Rubio was there talking about it, too, of course, right? All this stuff. Um, and, they, like, they were shut. In. Miami was being shut down because of all of this and things like that, right? These are State Department, like, like operatives. They're, they're, they're initiating that program. They were given $30 million. Let's change the country. Can we, tr- can we turn it into a country? I don't even know what the resources are anymore in Cuba. Maybe, they, maybe there are some amazing resources there that they can, like, squeeze out in the same way that they did with Afghanistan, right? Literally, like, a few months before they, the U.S. invaded in Afghanistan, the... Uh, what are they called again? The U.S. Corps of Engineers that did a big scan over the Kabul mountains and discovered like massive mineral resources and things like that. And of course, a lot of companies then come into these countries like Iraq. You had Halliburton uh, oil companies and all this stuff, right? It's it's it, the the global the global homo progressive neoliberal establishment can sink their teeth into a new nation, and that's what I think it's about. And also to frame it in the right way, this guy is a perfect example of a neocon, right? They were actually. Class, classically, they were anti, 
uh, anti-Stalin, right? The, the the neocons, right? The origin points, right? Many of them were Jews. They were anti-Stalin. They came to America. They created this new philosophy. It was sure cultural Marxism that they advocated for, but it was American, you know, uh, for you know, dominated foreign policy that that was driving it. The world towards a more globalized world, right? Countries that are not obeying and bowing down, let's submit them to our will. Let's convert them. Let's use them. Let's turn them into an economic engine for us. So that's what I think is going on with Cuba. So I don't even have to be that long-winded on it. A ton of corporate media, including the Financial Times, Fox News, the New York Times, and the Guardians, have used a pic of pro-government rally in Cuba. And again, I'm not a big fan of like the commie regime there, but it's not. But it's not about that. It's it's about they want to run the show that way. Let them. Let them do whatever the hell they want to do. It's it's not our it's not our concern, right? Respective Western countries first. If any of these pose a threat to us by coming to our countries to to, to do harm, sure, that's a different thing. But to go there and and involve in regime change and putting puppets in place and all that stuff, like that should not be happening, right? So anyway, there were, the mainstream media, the Mockingbird, CIA, State Department, F, FBI-driven me, media were using images of pro-government rally in Cuba to illustrate the articles on anti-government protest, falsely claiming the huge crowds to be on the side of the U.S., right? So that's that's how the gay up works. Biden calls on Cuba government to listen to protesters. Cuba hit with major protests calling an end for communist regime. Cubans denounce misery and biggest protest in decades. Thousands marching Cuba in rare mass protests amid economic crisis. The same picture. And, of course, um, it's an old, old pro, <laughs> pro-government picture, right? All right. We're not, we're kind of on time. We're not too bad. We're not too bad. Let me take a couple of these entropy. Sorry for lingering behind on that. Now we have the last segment, and then we'll wrap up here. Hope you're enjoying the show, folks. Um, Entropy, Michael, 57DE. Good to see you, Michael. Thank you for the dono over there. Hail Henrik, hail Voden, hail our folks. Super Beats, a.k.a. Power Beats, since using. I'm off my blood pressure medication. Fantastic. Blood pressure down from average 145. Is it through 90? Is that 250 through 95? To average 120 by 70. Well, there you go. Great. That's awesome. I have actually not been big on trying the like beats and super beats. I've heard about it for years and never tried it. Never really had an issue with pr- uh, blood pressure, <clears throat> though. But that's great. It's one thing we can take to, to the little tip segment for Weekend Warrior. Thank you, Michael. It was good to see you. Thank you for the support. Draconian Gip of Death. Um, hey, that donation was for three months. Sub, keep up the good work. Support products. Yes, absolutely. I, I knew the, I knew it was. That's so sad. I'll set it. I'll set it up after the show. Thank you, Draconian Gip of that, Death. I appreciate that. Tripping over my English uh, letters here again. Um, thank you so much. Good. Thank you for signing up to Draconian. I really appreciate that. Very good. Uh, very good uh, of you. That's really the best way to support us, boys and girls. If you uh, like what we do out there. Get a membership. They get some a lot of good stuff as well. Lone Star Texan. Uh, o Biden recently said that he does uh, doesn't care about votes, but who counts the votes? There you go. Didn't Stalin say that too? I thought Stalin said something like, uh, "Was that, yeah, was that was that him?" I'm confusing him. I'm, I'm, so one of the Rothschilds said something about uh, you know, I don't care who who gets elected, give me the control of a, of a country's, you know, finances or something, right? But you could be right. I think Stalin might have said that. Did he, did he say, say that? 
Let me see if, he's, if there's any source on that. And the Snopes shows up right away. Yeah, they're trying to fact check this. Okay, I don't know. I'll check it out later. But yeah, it's it wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprising. But of course he's he, he's he's correct, right? That's how they that's how they did the uh, the uh, the big the, the they pulled off the big lie, right? Um, they controlled the machines. They they controlled the machines, right? You guys might have seen this, but let's take a quick look. We'll get to the Amazon thing in a moment here. Uh, but um, feds were fedding out at uh, CPAC. We covered it in actually the Weekend Word show, but this clip I encountered after we posted the show. So I was uh, sad not to include it. So that's why I want to play it. Uh, here's, of course, uh, Stuart Rhodes, the Oath Keeper, who are miraculously have not been indicted, no conspiracy charges, nothing. While, of course, many of his Oath Keeper buddies, 14, I believe, of them have actually been indicted and charged with various crime because of the uh, January 6th so-called Capitol uh, riot. Why is this guy walking around trying to start fights with kids that are much younger than him? Right. Here's a, a culture war criminal. Uh, confronting Stuart Rhodes of the Oath Keepers. Great clip. Good, good, uh, good job for a uh, culture war criminal for doing uh, this. Oath Keeper guy, right? Yeah, man. Hey, so, thank you for your service. We love our federal informants. Ha! <laughs> oh, <fuck that>. <laughs> <laughs> you think that? Let's fucking fight, motherfucker. Fight your ass right here. Believe that. <laughs> Believe it? Yeah, what a fucking fed. Why, why, why haven't you been indicted yet? Why haven't you been indicted yet? Because I'm not fucking guilty. I haven't done shit. You want to go outside and fight? You want to explain to the camera why? Fight? You want to explain why you haven't been indicted yet? Because I'm fucking innocent. That's why. Didn't go inside the cabinet. And how many Bullshit. members of your organization have been indicted? What, 14? And you weren't in the Capitol at all? No, I wasn't. And you've was avoided outside. all conspiracy charges? So far, they're after my ass right now. You want to go outside and fight? Fucking go fight. <laughs> guilty, guilty, guilty. What a fucking fad. Oh my god. All right. Well, good for uh, Culture World War Criminal for, for doing that. Uh, very good. Appreciate that. That was good to have. Funny. <laughs> what a fucking bozo. <clears throat> All right. Um, and we've we've talked about it in, in detail. There's so many holes in this story. Um, okay. A couple of quick things here right at the end, folks, and then we're going to start wrapping up here. But uh, Amazon... Uh, is launching a new uh, program here. We can do, I guess, okay, low, all, right, all right, let's do Klaus Schwab. What the hell? Cla quick clip, Klaus Schwab. What's the problem, Klaus? Explain to us. Is This could even be during the most recent Cyber Polygon. I saw there were five hours of material to go through. I, I watched 40 seconds. I was like, oh, I got to watch this later. Um, it could be from last year, but I think it might have been this year. Check this out. Fragmented global architecture is not fit anymore for purpose in the 21st century. It's high time for a great reset. Change is not happening. We have a choice to stay passive and see the negative trends unravel. Inequality, polarization, nationalism, racism. If we do not stop those trends, we lead to a post-corona world that definitively is less sustainable, less equal, and much more fragile. That's right. <clears throat> Nationalism is the problem. Not, not globalism, 
not all those gay ops trying to attack our infrastructure or anything like that. Uh, it's nationalism faults. Same old goddamn story. Amazon is launching a biometric palm recognition system for payments and identification. This uh, totally will not be uh, taken advantage of or, or uh, abused uh, in some way. <laughs> think of think of the uh, the Congo style chopping of hands that will begin if this is uh, actually is brought uh, brought in. Check this out here. Just like you, she uses lots of different cards and IDs to get through her day. What if all Zoe needed was herself? Introducing Amazon One, a free service that lets you use your palm to quickly pay for things, gain access, earn rewards, and more. Let's say you're grabbing your favorite coffee beverage, or heading into the office, or checking out. Just hover your palm and you're on your way. It's as easy as that. Sign up is free and takes less than a minute. All you need is a credit card, your phone number, and your palm. That's it. Since your palm is unique and can't be lost or misplaced, you can get things done uh, quick. I'm sorry, uh, it can't be lost or misplaced? Uh, yeah. You can get things done quickly and securely. And with more experiences on the way, Amazon One will help you get even more done, simply by being you. Now, Zoe has more time to do what she loves, indoor skydiving. Enter, identify, and pay with Amazon One. All right. So do you think uh, that will be great, uh, a great success? You think uh, you think uh, you think this you think this will not be the the, <laughs> the norm if this ever is. If, I, sometimes I don't think I don't think they understand the level of violence that we're experiencing in many Western countries right now, too. They're going to bring shit like this in <clears throat> and then like, I mean, just beyond like the, the abuse of this and they, they can, you know, if you don't have like gloves on or something or like cover that up, it's biometric. I mean, they, they know this anyway, right? The biometric signature reading devices that they have now, they don't even have to have haptic devices on the floor to measure how you walk. They just scan your ass from like remotely and they know who it is. They, they measure your tone frequency from your organs or hone in on how... Is how a certain frequency bounces off your skin or something. Like there, there's the, the technology now they have is just out of control and out of this world. In a in one way, it this palm thing is kind of outdated. It's almost like facial recognition too. I think there's an intermediary here, but this will be like the, you know, uh, for those who remember, like the the mini disc or something like that. You know, there's like a quick passing thing, a fad, and then it will move on to like some some other bio, biometrical signature. Uh, technologies and methods that they do have, right? Uh, but of course, that could be <clears throat> that could be uh, be disastrous uh, as well. Oh shit! Now I see the window. Oh damn it! God damn it! I have a it's on the top screen. I have two screens, and and the top screen. Okay, this will be kind of weird. This will be kind of weird because it will be off topic. But I have to show it. It's related to the TYT thing. I god damn it! I opened it earlier and I forgot about it because it was you know. Forgot about all these points. I was winging it as opposed to having something, you know, scripted and kind of written down. This was one of the big giveaways as well, by the way. Anna Kasparian of the Young Turks. Do you guys remember when she was interviewing Madeleine Albright? And she she did this, like, she was, like, licking this woman up and down, like, tongue jobs, right? What do you call it? 
and, and thinking she was gonna like get in on the the, the main action the main game of like be big journalist I'm gonna be a big journalist after this no confronting softball questions like you know when Madeleine Arbeid is a woman who's like admitted that she thought it was worth that the US uh, invasion of Iraq had cost the lives of 500,000 children remember that so just a quick mention, I wish I brought it in earlier, but this is this is who they are, right? So we're not going to play this now, but I saw parts of it, and it's just, she's, oh, it's just disgusting to see Anna Kasparian from the Young Turks treating her in this way and thinking she's going to like get, get in on something here. Absolutely despicable. Anyway, <laughs> bad side note, but I wanted, to, I wanted to show you that real quick too, by the way, uh, before we... Close off here. It's relate, related to the other topic, but uh, here's uh, one clip. We're going to talk about synthetic life real quick too here uh, before we get to the last uh, uh, last video I want to show. Uh, so this is the second to last, and I have to translate this for the podcast audience as well. If there's some of you that just uh, download the MP3, that's still available, of course, on redice.tv and redicemembers.com as well. If you uh, do prefer the podcast version, that we have those available um, on the websites. But check out this here. This is from, let me see here, the, the preface, preference, uh, preface, sorry. Um, did I save that? Let me see one second here. So it's about regarding synthetic life and the fact that it's being, it's much more uh, likely that this will be an aspect of sorts that will reach a conclusion way before something like... Um, uh, artificial intelligence, right? I'm looking for the. I'm looking for. Did I have it here? I'm looking for the uh, little preface. Here it is. Here, uh, Wang Jian. That's the clip we're going to play here. Chairman and co-founder of the BGI Group. We're going to listen to him. He's talking about synthesizing viruses and basically any life. Back in 2017, already three years ago. China's gene giant BGI is accused of harvesting DNA data from millions of women across the globe. Remember we talked about that China was subsidizing, subsidizing human uh, genome sequencing? They're going in and picking up the cost as a middleman between these uh, companies such as uh, Ancestry, 23andMe, and all these kinds of things. And for the most part, it's Europeans that are doing these DNA tests. And so this information ends up in the hands of of Chinese authorities, which, of course, is a big problem. But this is what he said here. Let's listen to what he said regarding synthetic life. Check out this, and I'll, I'll, I'll have to subtitle, or sorry, I have to read the, the subtitles here, too, uh, for the podcast audience. Where is the clip? Here it is. Okay, here we go. Here we go. We've synthesized yeast. Firstly, we synthesized a virus, then we make it a bacteria. Next, we synthesized the, the yeast. How he speaks faster there. Uh, how quick? What does he say here? Let me go back. This, I'm butchering this right away. He said, then we can make uh, a bacteria. Next, we synthesize the, the yeast, and he says, how big is the gene of yeast? 12 million base pairs or basic groups. Human has a gene with 3 billion basic groups. I think it's base pairs, but whatever. We have achieved the level of tens of millions now. So no doubt in the 5 to 10 years future, we can synthesize any life 
chemically. This is not joking around uh, or even uh, threaten or, you know, be, I'm not threatening the public about this, basically, he's saying. We uh, ticked off the lower third. The, the progress of artificial life probably is faster than artificial intelligence. I don't doubt that either, by the way. And then he continues. It will bring us more problems in ethics, religions, philosophy and law. However, regardless if you like it or not, the future prospect and vision is something we're going to bring. We will bring it. We'll develop it. From transgenics and gene editing to gene synthesis. It's a rapid and earth-shaking change in just a few years. Think about the viruses now, too, that we're experiencing, right? Especially the gene synthesis is conducting on an industrial level. In the past few years, we only maintain a level of a few million basic pairs or base groups per year. In 2018, we can hit the million target in just one month. So rapidly developing this here. In 2019, we will make it weekly as a recurrence. By 2020, we will synthesize the millions of basic pairs or basic groups daily. What's the indication that we're going to reach to be able to mimic millions daily? E. coli has two million basic groups, so we can make a brand new bacteria in two days. We can make a beneficial bacteria. We can also make a terrible bacteria, he says. Human beings has experienced the war of cold weapon, hot weapon and atomic bomb. But it must transform to live with these new weapons, these bio... Let me go back there, went, went translating a bit. These new live weapons or biotic weapons. Extremely horrible, but the prevention will be will be upgraded also. Anyway, the uh, translation is a bit off there, but uh, you get you get what uh, you get what they're doing here, right? Uh, absolutely frightening in terms of what they're what they're doing and what they're developing, right? Synthetic life. I remember when. Uh, Craig Venter, it's a guy we did, uh, one of the earliest videos we ever did for Red Eyes was uh, was on these people who wanted to live forever, these transhumanist uh, so-called longevity researchers and stuff like that. And Craig Venter was part of uh, helping to uh, decode the human or sequence the human genome back in the year 2000. He was, they had these weird like articles that were coming out at the time of like him being kind of like a kind of a Prometheus type character, there was all the symbolism. He's, he was some one story. He was, he was out uh, swimming at the ocean and and swam into a snake, and then he t grabbed it in his mouth and went up to the beach and he stomped the head off the snake and stuff, which is like kind of these weird like re religious type motifs and stuff and s the symbolism that they had around this guy. The one photo, famous one, they had of, of him in half, 
in this, you know, kind of checkerboard pattern and stuff like that, right? One side was the businessman, black suit, and the other side was the white coat, the lab coat, the scientist and stuff like that. And it was promoted as like the great. And he's still doing this, by the way. I think he he, he has a, a private firm that have now gone on to, he, he was one of the first ones that were developing synthetic life, right? And this weird new bacteria and weird new things that can do stuff. You know, people think nanotechnology is bad. This is a whole nother, nother level as well. And he's a big he's a big player in that to watch. And, and again, we covered that many years ago now. But it's it's developed intensely since then and are approaching a scale where we don't even know. Imagine if this technology ends up in the hands of people that want to kill us, which is most likely the very people that are funding this kind of research, right? It's just, it's very, very disturbing and I hope that they fail. I hope it doesn't work the way they want it to. But these people that we're up against, they're playing with life itself. We're, we're almost at this Atlantis-type moment here where we're getting, we're, collectively speaking, we're getting greedy. We're getting uh, hubris. We're, we're, we're meddling and playing with things, if you prefer them. God's creation, the God's creations, nature's creation. And changing things and updating things. And we, and we are pretending that we're the gods now, right? We're, we're going to play God. We're going to meddle with this. Yet we don't know how these things function. We, do know what, we don't know what makes them tick. We can break down and, and, and explain how a flower grows, but we, can't, but we cannot explain why it grows. We don't know the fundamental basic reasoning behind it. Why does it work a certain way? We, we, we're, we're just... We're juvenile in this aspect, right, in terms of what we know and, and, and what we think we can change. And we think that we're the ones who are in charge now when we're clearly not, right? And we're meddling with forces here, which I think we're not supposed to meddle with, right? And it could spell the end of us all if, if they continue with this. So we'll just have to see. But this, is, this clip was new. I just came across it here today. And so this is the kind of stuff that China is working on at the same time. Synthesizing viruses. And if we thought it was bad... With COVID or this Delta variant or something, just wait. Just wait until these people actually wheel out something which is designed to actually start killing people, right? All right. Let's end on this. I'm showing you an article on screen here, um, <clears throat> which is kind of just a follow-up to the video that I did yesterday. And check that out if you haven't seen it yet. South Africa faced looting, murders, and lawlessness. Up on RedEyes.tv and RedEyesMembers.com right now. You can check it on BitChute, on Odyssey, uh, on uh, VK. You can watch it on Rumble, uh, even our Gab TV. We have it uploaded there, too. Um, aftermath, in Durban alone, 45,000 businesses affected. 16 billion rands in lost stock and damaged infrastructure was one of the headlines that were coming out here, too. And we're not even, we're not even done yet. But uh, to end on a... More, more, more uh, interesting or more uh, lighthearted note, I guess. Or to cut, it's not not a, a laughing matter, but uh, we've talked about some of the tech that they want to try to use against us, right? For for just grabbing something in a store and then just walking out, right? This is like a new the new the new technological breakthrough is you don't even have to go through the register, and we know who you are, and we'll just swipe it from your account right away. Well, it turns out going back to the point point I mentioned in the beginning of the show. Uh, affirmative shopping, uh, this new technology, this amazingly new technology is, of course, something they're already trying out in South Africa. But because there, just as the West one day maybe will aspire to, we can also just 
walk out of stores and shops and businesses with whatever product that we want. Last clip for you. What would shopping look like if you could walk into a store, grab what you want, and just go? Welcome to Africa Go. No lines, no checkouts, no registers. It's really that simple. Take whatever you like. We call it Just Walk Out Technology. Uh, <clears throat> technological progress. Amazing, amazing stuff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let me check um, Entropy one last time here. I do appreciate your support today. Hope you enjoyed that. Yeah, go Africa. Was that? Someone's looking at me like they made the, the actual car there, too. Um, Lone Star Texan. Oh, that, that was that one. Uh, Brad Gremba is here with the uh, the Big D Don't. Thank you, Brad. Awesome. Thank you so much, sir. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You, you, I think Brad is one of our biggest uh, supporters. Thank you so much, Brad. Always good to see you. Freedom Shekels. Brad is saying thank you again, sir. Really appreciate it. Thank you for all your support and thank you to everybody who's helping us out. Make sure we can um, stay on the air, stay uh, active, uh, do shows, do this full time. Uh, Weekend Warrior, No Go Zone, Flashback Friday. That's kind of a, the main shows that we do. But then, of course, we do like to do uh, shorter interviews and um uh, I said shorter videos and interviews, I should say. Uh, vi video interviews uh, is actually coming as well. I'm going to bring on uh, Jason Kessler here soon. Uh, actually, was planning getting him on a Wednesday. He wanted to insist on doing a Wednesday. So I must do it next Wednesday. I have to do it next Wednesday because there's no time. So haven't decided yet. Either I'll uh, uh, postpone the no goes on and maybe do it Thursday and do the interview with him Wednesday. But I'm going to reach out back to him and just try to nail that down for Wednesday. So that's coming up. I did want to get back uh, Jared Taylor. As well on the show, uh, maybe Kevin McDonald. There's a couple of suggestions that's coming as well. Uh, so we are looking at that and try to squeeze that in. So that, that's uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays that we do, uh, you know, the shorter, more shorter scripted videos uh, and interviews and stuff like that. But otherwise, no goes on, of course, Wednesdays, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, midnight Central European time if you want to join us live. Flashback Friday on Fridays, obviously, same time, 6 p.m. Eastern, midnight Central European time. And then Weekend Warrior is exclusive at RedEyesMembers.com on Sundays. That's when we record that there. And definitely check that out. Thank you to all our members. Special shout out to you guys. Check out Weekend Warrior. We have 192 in the bag over there. But of course, we have much, uh, a lot of other content for members as well. Huge archives. Definitely have interviews going back to 2006. Shorter videos. We have Lana's, all of Lana's videos in its own category there too. And, and some of those are just for members as well, by the way. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff there for you guys. But uh, yeah, thank you so much, everybody, for watching today. Hope you enjoyed it. Always a pleasure having you with us. Always remember, keep our ancestors proud. Remember, they're always watching. And uh, boys and girls, stay brave. Keep fighting. Never give up. And we'll get through this. We'll see you guys next time. If you're not back by, uh, by tomorrow... We'll be back on uh, Friday. Well, guys, keep you posted. We'll see you guys later. Take care. Do you love Red Ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way.
Thank you.